Welcome to the Monkey House. It's me here in the year 2024. And I'm about to be in Sydney and Brisbane. Sydney from the 8th to the 12th of May. Brisbane from the 16th to the 19th of May doing my show, Drier Drier, at the respective comedy festivals in those cities. But I'm also, uh, while I'm up there, I figured I had a couple of days to kill. So I'm doing a Who Knew It With Matt Stewart on Monday the 13th of May at the Chippendale Hotel and in Brisbane at Good Chat Comedy on the 14th of May. And you can get tickets for all of that. Now, go to mattstewartcomedy.com for the links. mattstewartcomedy.com. Now, on with the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from Chimpan A all the way down to Chimpan Z. I'm joined as always by the official second banana of the show. It's the host of the gaming show, which is called Gaming Jaming James. His name is Evan Munro-Smith. Hello. Pleasure to be here. I just clapped my microphone away. Just dropped the mic. La deuxième banane. Yeah. Oui. 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 Is that French? Yeah, sure. No. Uh, This week on the show, Evan joining us. Back in the monkey house, two of the most original guests, because they were the two original guests. It's comedians and hosts of the Two in the Think Tank podcast. Some sort of scientist, Andy Matthews and Alistair Tremblay Birchall. Hello. G'day. G'day. You know, Thanks for having us here. Banana is one of the funnest words because in English it ends with an A. Yeah. But in French it ends with an E. But oh. in Spanish it ends with an O. <laughs> <laughs> Banan. Banano. <laughs> oh, that's better. Yeah. I think ah. I, I like how you say, ben, what do you say? Banana. 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 That yeah. makes it funnier. Banana yeah. is just like a fruit, but banana is. You can say it like that. Really? We can convert Australia to a, to a banana system. <laughs> okay. Evan, are you comfortable being my second banana? Uh, Sure. Mm, he didn't sound That sure. sounded like comfort to me. <laughs> <laughs> the word he said was sure, yeah. but the tone. I'm a very stubborn person, as yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. Well, uh, I mean, that brings us to a, one of your most stubborn traits. Uh, Alistair, you Stubane. Might... Stubane. 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 That's the worst bit of conversation that's ever been on a podcast. <laughs> Stubane. We did it. We did it. <laughs> So Evan's favourite primate is the human, Al. I don't know if you yep. knew that. Uh, in particular, Andy from Toy Story. Yeah. Now, do either of you, Andy or Al, have maybe a suggestion of a primate, a non-human primate, so fantastic that it might even change Evan's, stubborn old Evan's opinion? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got one. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, Grug. Grug? Yeah. The, Grug. The kid's book yeah. character. Is that yeah. a pro- Is that, yeah. Got to like, be, right? But Grug. But Grug is like He's like a, a mushroom man. He's yeah, made, he's, a made furry from, no, he's made man. from a yeah. tree. He's the top of a tree. Really? Yeah, he descended from the trees, oh. just like man. 
the ape. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that's fun. That's an Australian book. Yeah, Australian series of children's books, Grug. I always assume big things we stole from elsewhere. Yeah, well, I think Grug still fits into that because... (laughs) And I think we all learn from trees that from little things, big things grow. Australia does produce little things, but that's they can eventually grow into big things, which is an Australian song as well. Mm. That's true, Kev Carmody. Yeah, my favourite Carmody. Yeah, he's my favourite Carmody as well. And Paul Kelly? Yeah, I think Paul Kelly co-wrote it. Yeah. Or did he steal it from or him? Or maybe he stole it. I think yeah. Kev Carmody might have written it. And then Paul Kelly covered it. Yeah, played okay. it. With his name. I um I remember Grug from my childhood, but I don't I can't remember anything about him at all. He looks real weird. I mean I know what he looks he's like. He's not he's not but wrong. It, not in terms right. of traits, like what It doesn't really have any. I'd say he's a blank slate. Mm. What are the Grug books about? A uh, Grug Undertaking various simple tasks, mm-hmm. going to the beach, okay, yep. reading a book. Yep. Grug, in, in one of the Grug books, Grug reads a Grug book, which is pretty oh. pretty complex. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but then that, so it means somebody else is writing his books. I suppose. Or that, yeah, he's... So he's, in, his, in his world, he is a character. He's sort of a celebrity. Yeah, maybe, maybe then in his... Books that in his world there are non-fictional books. That Grug is written about as like I guess like a sort of a, a, a freak of nature or something a bit of an like oddity. that. Mm. An oddity, yes. Wow. Mm. Anyway, that's enough I think, about Grug. <laughs> to be honest, I think Grug is maybe even further away from what we're trying to get onto than Andy from Toy Story. Almost. Mm. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see any reason why why that would be a, a better primate than the human. Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah, that was a bad answer. Does have a lot of human qualities, can walk and talk. Yeah, but I think he might be capable of photosynthesis. So. Oh, okay. So he's, in terms of climate change, he's doing his bit. He is humanoid yep. because he's got legs and hands and the face of a True. human. Sure. Which makes him a primate, a mm. non-human primate. You're right, Al. Mm. Whereas... But just because he's a non-human doesn't make him better, right? Okay. Well, that's what you're saying. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I guess if... I guess if you need reasons for things to be better than other things, mm. then sure, yeah. you're right. Yeah. But but since when has that ever been? But um, but also part of part of that. I mean, if you just trust your opinion, how are you going to ever have your opinion changed by not just trusting our opinion? Yeah. I don't think my opinion should be changed. Well, this mm. is a bad segment then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you which. Okay, look, I'll, I'm going to go a more traditional route by picking a an, a primate. Yes. That Evan obviously will reject, but still... I can... No, he doesn't want to, I'm... but you're going to force him to change his okay. opinion with a, such open-minded. a strong opinion. All right. This is the primate. Jaleda. The Jaleda. 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 Yeah. I what think I've been calling that g- Galada. Galada. Have you... Yeah. This is the one that can um, wrap its top lip upward to bear its teeth. Oh. Have you seen that, Andy? Oh, that's the worst thing oh, I've, I've ever seen. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. That's really scary. That is... Yeah, mm. but can a human do it? I mean, you can do that thing where you sort of pull your lip back like that. And it also and has... Sort of show people. Oh, uh, that's true. But you need to use your hands to do that, and that reduces your uh, your ability to, I don't know, open open coconuts or something at the same time. It also has this chest thing that kind of looks like bare meat. Yeah. It's like it's got... Part of its chest has got the skin off it, but I don't know... I think it's the, I think... might be the coolest looking primate. That's a wild yeah. Oh, primate. so oh. already this is looking good in... in so, so Evan, cool but it's not all about is. looks, okay? Of course not. I, Evan... You didn't just pick Andy from Toy Story as <laughs> on his looks alone, <laughs> especially not in that first movie. No. 
Yeah. So hopefully. I used like if Evan if Evan is picking young boys yeah. based on their looks, this is a, this would be a we would have to end this segment now. But now. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, how how else would you suggest that we pick young boys? Should we subject them to some kind of like rigorous testing or something like that? Some kind of scientific you want them strapped to electrodes and electrocuted. I mean in a scientific vat, is fine, you? but we could just observe how they normally act in their you want no, to I don't think so. I'm gonna want them in a vat, thank you very much. <laughs> Get All the right. boys in the vat. All right. So now the 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 the, the Jaleda is uh, from Ethiopia, and they live in high mountains, and they're a grazing monkey. So oh. they eat mostly grass. Why do they have to look so scary then? Yeah. Who are they trying to intimidate? Well, they're on the ground. They, they, Maybe you know, in Ethiopia, there's animals. There's animals. There's big cats. Maybe I don't know. If, so it's just to look that. scary, I guess. Hey? And I guess it's just to look scary and fend off predators. Show off your gum health. Do you sure. see their teeth are big too? I reckon they could do some damage. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, they're they're good for they got good grinding teeth for you know getting through grass. But they also got those massive incisors. I thought that most creatures that evolved as herbivores lose the incisors and go to big grinding molars all the way around. Hmm. Well, this is all very suspicious. Is I'll all I'm saying. I'm calling bullshit. Grass. Maybe it's yeah. mostly grass and a little bit of Main red flesh. meat. Yeah, Diet. Omnivores. Okay. They're probably the closest related to us than any a- animal. O- omnivore, <laughs> that means they just eat Buddhists, is that right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, or, or just people from India. Right. Um, That's not true, though. Al- who are meditating. A- Andy, on the, on the very first episode, told us that chimpanzees are the closest relatives of the humans, sharing approximately 98% DNA. And I stand by that, even yep. though I think in subsequent but episodes you've, that's been <laughs> updated to the bonobo. <laughs> Which is a kind of chimp. So you were correct. And Even more correct. Twice as correct, actually. <laughs> but these are monkeys. These are monkeys, so these are not apes. Yeah, that's why they're yeah, they're less related to us. Oh, you mean they're the most the closest related monkeys to us? Yes. Okay. Animal, yeah. Yeah. Oh animal. <laughs> um, wow. Evan, the, is this convincing? But how about this? They're the last um, surviving species of ancient grazing primates that were once numerous. Oh, now that's something. They're cool. I mean, these are these are a relic. These are these are the last step before man, most likely. <laughs> the missing link. They're the missing link, and they're just right there, right in front of us in Ethiopia. <laughs> can can I can I ask a, trick, a, a quick question? Is the sloth a primate? No, it seems like it should be. It right? really does. Mm. That but got is it me the, early on. But it's it a the pig. It's a type of pig. I think. It's, yeah, it's actually a type of it's pig. It's a tree pig. <laughs> yeah. Hippos, sloths. And pigs. There's yeah. the three groups of pigs. The three types of pigs. <laughs> pigs. Pigs, that's the obvious one. A lot of people yeah. know that. That's kind of hiding in plain sight yeah. in a lot of ways. Much like those apes in Ethiopia. Yeah. Yes, the missing link. <laughs> Monkeys. Monkeys. I so, mean, there's one podcast that you come on where you got to not embarrass yourself in that way. That's not this one. No. Evan, I feel like I think today's the episode. Is the gelada the one? I don't think so. I mean, what if the gelada, gelada. Yes. Jalada. The Jalada <laughs> had his own film and owned a bunch of sort of consumer products that had that were humanoid in shape and things like that, now, that that all came alive. How do you just and just to add add to this, right? In that film mm. that Alistair's describing, the Jalada the Jalada, his character is called Andy from Toy Story. Yeah. Now I just just uh, throwing that into the mix, okay. just see how does that change things. Is your favorite um, primate now still Andy from Toy Story, or is it now instead Andy from Toy Story in Ethiopia? In Ethiopia, <laughs> Ethiopia. Is Tom Hanks involved? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, yes. One of, one of, but 
behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. Mm. It, instead, it? instead of like a cowboy, it's like a GI Joe character, and instead mm. of like a space man, it's a sea monkey. Do you think GI Joe's uh, mum calls him GI Joseph? To your room uh, now, GI uh, Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> what does GI stand for? Ground um, infantry. Glycemic index. <laughs> oh. Uh, sorry, glycemic index. Yes. Low, low, low GI, low GI. Low GI Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that joke must have been made so many times, but it, that made me very happy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that wouldn't have been made before. <laughs> That's so obscure. Uh, anyway, it's literally look, the only thing I ever think of. Yeah. We. What was the GI Joe? Because they weren't allowed. They didn't yeah, get the rights to GI Joe um, and Toy Story, and they had to replace them with like a. Soldier Stan or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I watched it recently. I can't remember. Those green those green ones? No, no. They're, G, they're like a G.I. Joe character. It was like a Commando Kevin? Commando Ken? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I can't remember. This is great doesn't matter. podcasting. Yeah, it is. Thank you. I appreciate that <laughs> feedback. It's Keanu. It, no, it's not even Keanu Reeves' no, character, is it? It's someone else. Loop the loop guy. Look, we have a lot of film to talk about today. We do. Okay. Thanks for moving a us lot. That's why you're the second banana. Thank you. A full hour and 20 minutes of film to talk about today. Yes. yes. And I do mean film. Yes. Not They really put the film cinema. in I don't film. Know. It's, a, it's cinematic, isn't it? Combat it's a, Carl. It's a piece Combat of... Combat Carl. Oh, great. Thank well you. done. Your Googling is way better than mine. <laughs> what were your search terms just out of interest? Uh, G.I. Joe Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Googled Toy Story G.I. Joe replacement and that... Didn't come up with anything. I think it was the word replacement. No one's reusing that word. Damn it. What an idiot. Anyway, we're today finally ending a journey that Andy and I started. Not Andy from Toy Story, sorry. (laughs) Evan, Andy from... Oh, I was getting excited for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Later. He absolutely was. He pulled his top lip up to expose (laughs) his incisors. We, We started this journey on episode two, which was really episode one, when we talked about MVP, Most Valuable Primate. Then... We brought Alistair in for the Well, because there was too much film for just the two of us to really do justice Mm -hmm. to. So for MVB2, we brought in Alistair. And now to finish the trilogy, or what I think, because it's more art than film, I'm going to call it a triptych. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Triptych. And um, now we have to bring Evan in. We're bringing Evan in. Oh, I see. It it took four of us to handle the might and power of MXP, most extreme primates, spelt Mm. without... The E, the first uh, E. I, 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 I understood that stood for Microsoft XP. I've been <laughs> massively misled. I was confused the entire film. I'm like, when are they going to get to installing the new operating system? <laughs> Windows Extreme Primate. Yeah. <laughs> when are they going to install the new old Microsoft? <laughs> yeah. So this is how IMDb summarizes the film, or at least Matthew Toby. On IMDb, he says the third installment in the series of films that began with 2000's MVP, Most Valuable Primate, finds the athletically inclined chimp Jack taken to the slopes. After hooking up with some kids in Colorado, the charming chimp is soon tearing up the mountainside on a snowboard. Somebody's really he's putting probably more effort into (laughs) writing that description than anybody did into writing this film. Oh, so you didn't like it? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I just really loved that description. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's that accurate, really. It says soon. It's like halfway through the film before <laughs> the, it, That's it one of Robert Vince. So Robert Vince is the director of these films. And the auteur. The auteur Robert Vince. This is one of his. The um, auteur. Yes. The auteur auteur. Yeah, he, 
We bow down at the altar. Yeah, of that's where we praise <laughs> Robert Vince. <laughs> he, uh, Robert Vince, it's one of his um, visions in, in good film is mm. keep him, keep him waiting, keep him warning. <laughs> yeah, the keep post- him wondering. <laughs> when is he going to do anything? <laughs> When's he going to do the thing that this film's supposedly about? <laughs> exactly. Can I, so, so M- the first one MVP is is bus is playing basketball is that oh, right? no, no ice skating ice, ice skating mm-hmm. oh okay and then the second one is, is skateboarding skateboarding okay. although the first say three quarters of that film is ice hockey ice and hockey then running slope. around in the streets yes mm-hmm. parkour parkour mm-hmm. oh okay I can't remember it was a while ago it was kind of a pre it was in a pre parkour world yeah um, <laughs> so back in those days it was just an ape running around yeah. the streets <laughs> or okay. some call it proto parkour yeah I okay. do for, for one old world parkour yeah, yeah. So in this one, how it sets up, I mean, is anyone is anyone still there from the last movie? Al Borland from Home Improvement's no longer around, no but he was Borland. a skateboarder guy, so that makes yeah. sense. They um, asked him they asked him if they, if he wanted to be in the film, <laughs> and he said, uh, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Call him up. They said, Al Borland from Home Improvement, do you want to be in the film? <laughs> uh, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> and they replied. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty great. It was a great moment. Um, yeah, no, I didn't see any recurring characters. Even our favourite character, the Snooty Dean from the first yes, episode, and the, the weird Mister Vajanjo from the second <laughs> one, uh, who also plays a character you were telling me in I spotted Austin him. Powers. Austin Power, Powers, the the spy who shagged me. Fans of the Most Valuable Primate series will be interested to learn. That he very, I think, I suspect, maybe even contemporaneously with the recording of uh, most uh, uh, vertical primate, was also on the set of Austin Powers the Spy Who Shagged Me, and he played the role of the guy who says, "Try to lose some weight for God's sake, the fat bastard." Uh, oh. An iconic line. Yeah, just just before or just after Fat Bastard does many one of his many iconic farts. <laughs> <laughs> In that film. <laughs> By the way, watched it recently. Yeah. Absolutely stands up. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I, what? I really enjoyed that film. Yeah. Especially that the one? that's the second one. Oh, okay. Especially the scene at the start when he realizes he's singled again again and then he dances naked around the <laughs> hotel and a lot of things look like his penis oh, yeah. or his ass. That's great. It is a Beautiful scene. You don't see people having fun like that yeah. on screen. I have that trip titch at home on DVD. I should crack it open. Yeah. 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 It's it really falls well on the third, right? That's the one that's mm. a hard watch. A lot of people didn't like the third, but I there are mm. there's stuff in there I really like. Although yeah. it's the le- probably the least good of the three. Anyway, you're listening yeah. to Mike Check with Alexi <laughs> Coleopis and Camber and James. Um but 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 uh, you know, uh, just just to Goldmember does hold that film together. You know he's a weirder mm. character, mm. but he's weird enough that he can he he holds that. Yeah, thing right. Up. He's got some kind of charisma, you reckon? Yeah, you yeah. know. But Foxy Cleopatra, I'm not sure. Like, I'm she's, really, I really, she's I like her. Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. I could not handle Goldmember's skin flake. Yeah, I just oh, couldn't. I couldn't gross. watch it through. I that's, can see that making you uncomfortable. Yeah. Man. Did did not enjoy that. But I liked what I liked is that it's cl- it must be clear that in Beyonce's contract she was like. She will never have to kiss Austin Powers <laughs> on the mouth. Yeah. I like this scene with Nathan Lane, um, Nathan Lane? which is the first. Nathan uh, Lane's Pumba. 
Mm. You oh, might recognise him yeah. from Pumba. <laughs> from the animated film. He's, no, from he's from produ- Producers? The, the Birdcage? Mm. Yeah, yeah. He's he's great. Mm. There's a scene where, um, this is not related to all of the film that we're actually supposed to be talking about, but he, it, with um, Foxy Cleopatra, mm-hmm. um, Austin Powers sits down and Nathan Lane is is speaking, like lips uh, miming what Foxy's saying yeah. at the start. Yeah. And there is a, a kiss there, right? But, it, but he kisses Nathan Lane, yeah. not uh, Foxy. Mm, right. Yeah. So there was a con- there's probably a line in her contract. She will kiss him, but through <laughs> via the proxy. Yeah. Yeah, via- yeah. Anyway, uh, Snooty Dean was in that film, <laughs> delivering that iconic line. But then, after being in the first two MVP films, does not show up again. I was for so most hoping to see him in this. Yeah, I was really. Is it because he's good upset. or because he's bad? I think he actually probably is too good for these films. This and right. the, the acting in this was some of the strangest acting I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> the most bizarre. I think- Probably the <laughs> the most amount of writing went into writing the dialogue for the the young boy's brother Jay Jay yeah who is mm. just too cool for school yeah, yeah. he was I based on a ninja cool turtle like yeah. he was basically <laughs> human Michelangelo yeah, yeah. I, I get the feeling that Robert Vince had a megaphone and in between <laughs> takes was just shouting at that kid actor cooler cool <laughs> make him sound cooler. <laughs> And he just he just turned the cool way yeah, up. There was up high. <laughs> well, dude, yes, I'm in your yeah, Let's jam already. <laughs> he's one of the few that's gone on to have a, a bit of a career. Like not really. Yeah, he's been in a in, in he a was lot in the of social stuff. network. Really? Yes, yes, and a, a bunch, like a lot of small roles, but he's been in a lot of things. Wow. Whereas the other boy, I don't think went on to do anything else. Yeah, he didn't go on to do much in this film either. <laughs> I've got to say, <laughs> but he um, was actually one of the probably the best actor of the film. It I, was the I most subdued, like the most right, the natural, more real, natural. natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The least natural has to be the. Uh, airport attendant behind the desk. I have, oh. I have a note on that. What the character. hell is that? That's one of the most unpleasant performances <laughs> I've ever seen yeah. on camera. At which airport? Because is the person who's in Mexico? Do we just need to, do we need to slow yeah, down? Yeah, 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 let's set, set up the, the concept the right. Because no okay. one's no one's doing the work to watch this before. Okay. Listening yeah. to yeah. <laughs> Try and give it a bit of context okay. to hang all of this stuff off. Yeah. So, so it starts with them in Oregon, right? This is the where they live. Uh, they, no, this is where the kids. They live from. in El Simeon. El Simeon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Obviously. Which is they've based all of the movies in. Uh, this is where Jack's home is. Yes. Mm. And right. Jack is played by Jack once again, unless they're now just mm, naming mm, the actors Jack. No, Jack is played by Louis. Oh. Louis is played by Jack Jr., I believe. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. This has been the hardest. Like, there's not a lot of information about this film online. I, I'm just getting this off the off the credits at the end. Oh, great. I didn't think to look but, there. But, but, <laughs> but, but again, it just, it just said chimps and then just listed oh. four chimps oh. and, not, and didn't say which chimp How played weird. which role. But I think from memory in the last one, Louis was playing Jack. Yeah, that I think in the first one there was three chimps that played Jack. Yeah, and maybe even rotated between characters. Yeah, this one there was clearly one small. That actually there were four or five chimps, weren't there? Yeah, four, four at least. I think yeah. yes. two older chimps. Okay, so it starts with Jack's a bit down. He and he's reading an article or watching the news or something. He's scrapbooking. He's scrapbooking. He's, scrapbooking. he's nostalgic. And yeah. it's saying uh, Jack no longer allowed to play in the ice hockey league. No, I'll stop you there. Oh, it, it says. Primates banned from the NHL. ZHL. And now I would like to check with you. Are humans primates? Yes. Humans are the best primate. Right. 
And does that mean that in their zeal to stop Jack from playing in the ZHL, they've actually massively overreached and ended up banning all human, like all primates? And a sloth team ended up winning the championship. (laughs) A type of pig! (laughs) Is there a pig league? Damn. Wow. Yeah, that's. I didn't even notice it. That. Yeah, that is... so that's an interesting sort of subtext to this whole thing. Wow. You've got to think that while all this is unfolding, somewhere a team of sloths is playing a very slow game but of ice it's hockey. A, it's a subtext <laughs> about about xenophobia and how mm. when you're... When is that you're, what the Z stands for in yes, ZAHL? Yes, that's right. The, 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 when you're afraid of others, you're willing to do so much to stop them that mm. sometimes that you're you're gonna hurt yourself exactly. in yeah. in those mm. acts. When you're hate. pointing at someone, your three monkey fingers on the paw are pointing, pointing back, back at you. Yeah. You gotta remember <laughs> at that. Least, yeah. You know, not, well, not, not the most natural. Not, of not that really low thumb that they have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pointing at some guy who wasn't even in the conversation. Yeah. You know? he but was unlucky. Bearing in mind, they do have prehensile. Um, they have opposable toes as well, so oh. they could be pointing. Um, you oh, know, with true. all four. Limbs, so that could mean that there could be as many as uh, sixteen um, digits pointing back at. Wow! So really, yeah, they need to reflect on that. They do. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think? So he's he's banned. He's glum. He can't yeah. ice hockey anymore. And how do you cheer up a glum chimp? <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you, the the manager of El Simeon, a a wildlife preserve that seems to consist entirely of chimps living in children's bedrooms, <laughs> dressed fully in clothes. <laughs> she knows what it is that makes chimps happy. Mm-hmm. Your chimps looking a bit down. Well, she's not going to make the mistake of that woman in America who gave her chimp Prozac and it ended up chewing her friend's face off. Mm. No, there's one. One, there's mm. one mood stabiliser that never has any negative effects. And that is south of the border. Yes. Taking a trip down, to Mexico. Down Mexico uh-huh, way. Down Mexico way. Yes. Taking, taking your four apes across <laughs> country lines. And they, and they um, told Jack of this news by dressing up. In, in sombreros, sombreros, yeah, and what do you poncho and ponchos, mm-hmm. and Jack knew exactly what they meant. Jack and Louis, uh, the 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 manager lady, yeah, uh, do we know her name? Does, uh, maybe it doesn't matter. And Louis, they burst into Jack's room, playing the maracas and and dancing around. And maybe Jack Julie knows what yeah, it means. Julie. Julie, yeah, they're going to Mexico. Well, mm-hmm. What else could it mean? <laughs> well, it could be could mean burritos for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Could mean they're doing you a play out You wouldn't dress up if you're just having burritos. They're starting a mariachi band. Who knows? It could mean it's the closing night party of the Melbourne Comedy Festival and they've chosen an on-the-nose dress-up topic again. <laughs> could be anything. Could be anything at all. So the, um, so they, they, the family of chimps and Julie go to the airport and they all have passports, we Chimp find passports, out. Chimp correct. passports. Chimp yes. mm-hmm. uh, passports. And then this is when the weird actor comes in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the one, the maybe the most weird actor comes in. Maybe the w- most weird actor in all of cinema, all time. <laughs> he's sort, of, he's playing a really obnoxious. I think so. In in the previous film, there was a DJ playing music at the uh, ice hockey games. I think. Yeah. And he g- delivered a really unsettling performance, mostly because it was way too enthusiastic. But in and in this one, this is the new version of that. But now it seems sinister. He's doing a weird mm. thing with his top lip. It's kind of the gelada. Close. The gelada. He's doing a gelada kind of thing yeah. with his top lip, pulling it back there. Yeah, baring his teeth. Mm. And yeah. then and then just being extremely unhelpful. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Until one of the chimps just comes up onto the 
thing, and then he falls immediately. The time, like, doesn't isn't that when? That's later, that, in, oh, the that's later that's in the film. That's the second okay. time. Sorry, don't jump ahead. That's Apologies. an exciting scene, though. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying that the, by me telling you this, I'm foreshadowing that he is weak of character. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was trying to assert his dominance by pulling back that top lip yeah. there, mm. but uh, he was yes, fundamentally weak. So there, and there was a. Um, and and then another group of not another a group of school kids came in like on their way young to the UN youth, or something yeah young UN all dressed in again cultural appropriation <laughs> outfits of the countries they're going to represent I presume mm-hmm. yes yeah. but so so they're the they're the whole UN coming from a supposedly one place correct <laughs> to go to one other place one other the place Colorado yeah, Mountain Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had I had picked up on that detail that is fascinating yeah. isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to a ski resort. So yeah, they're going to like yeah. This is a bit too racist to hold in our town. Yeah. Well, you can have it. Just just take it away I somewhere. Mean, we can get dressed in our town. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't even pack the costumes. Just get dressed in our town, and then get on the plane like that, and we'll we'll, we'll do it there, and then I guess we'll fly straight back. And you you were a teacher at one point mm. in a previous life. Have, did you ever take? kids on a plane like say 20 of them by yourself yeah absolutely yeah absolutely this is a regular thing i um it seems a little unrealistic one time i wanted to take my children to the other side i called them my children i say my (laughs) children hello it is i your teacher father class father call me class father uh i want to take them to the other side of the street and i had to get signed permission forms from everyone in Mm. uh from all the parents and so i imagine to Similar to that. Similar to that. Yeah. Similar to that. Um, but and she she lost she lost she, control of the group. Yeah. Well, one of the kids needed to go to the bathroom. Uh, a kid. What who was he wearing? Happened to be dressed in a, a large sombrero oh. and a poncho, looking. This a lot is a lot like, of coincidences going on, right? That is actually one of my observations in this film: is that absolutely everything is a coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Every single it's event so tenuous. in the film is a coincidence. Like, <laughs> like I think one of the things about storytelling, like one of the rules about storytelling is that sort of nothing is really supposed to be a coincidence. Like you're allowed maybe one coincidence in I've a film heard, sometime. I've heard a rule yeah. that it sounded kind of good that is uh, you, can coincidence, you can use coincidence to get you into trouble but not to get out of trouble. Yeah, well, this gets you into trouble, <laughs> out of trouble, through trouble, and then occurs several other times it throughout is, that. It is the trouble. Yeah. <laughs> there was the, the time where... We're just skipping ahead a little bit, but the dad of the boy calls home and the chimp is making a lot of noise, but there's also a chimp film on at the same time. Mm, so I was yeah. like, oh, it's just a film. So that was a beautiful coincidental cover. Or also was, maybe unnecessary. It wasn't coinc- yeah, yeah. But also yeah. unnecessary. <laughs> also not used as a cover, right? Nobody says <laughs> no, that's true. that, right? It's happening and you're left to conclude that it's maybe a cover, but that it isn't. It doesn't occur as a cover. Like it would in another film, that would be what happened. Yeah, it's that's a weird scene because I think he does say at some point that his brother is watching TV. Yeah. But he wouldn't need to have the TV show actually playing in order to say that that's just TV. Yeah, there yeah. doesn't need to be a chimp on TV. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. You just say there's a chimp on TV. Because then it's not a lie. There actually is a chimp on TV. <laughs> I mean, it's a great coincidence. Yeah. Again, then again dad... it's a coincidence to get them out of trouble yeah. here, right? But it doesn't really need to. Uh, yeah, I I think I think there's an insight here into Robert Vince as a director because I think he wasn't originally he wasn't a director, right? So originally he was the producer yes. of the film Air Bud, right, oh, yeah. right? And I think as the producer of Air Bud, he probably looked at it and thought 
I can do this. Yeah. I can see what it is. It's just a bunch of things happening. Did, it, did he write it or did someone else no, write it? Well, no. Uh, Anne Vince wrote it. I'm assuming wife or daughter or sister uh, or I mother. I think maybe. <laughs> or, or, no relation. or no relation. I'm not sure. <laughs> or or um, several. I think actually this, um, this screenplay has three credited writers, Anne, Anna, and another Anna. It's actually oh, you're three. right. Anne Vince, Anna Singer, and Anna McRoberts. So there are wow. three. So another we coincidence? Writers. Okay, another coincidence <laughs> that got them into trouble. So you can't it. just blame Robert Vince for this. Oh, I can. I oh, think it, yeah, the buck stops with the director. Yeah. Evan, which is your day job, so. Uh, yes. <laughs> Obviously, Al and Andy are writers. Mm, yeah, so we yeah, can't. just put everything uh, on us directors. Robert Vince does have a writing credit. On it, but oh, that's does. just for the characters. So. Yeah, that's so weird. Mm. Oh no, but he's also got a writing credit for story. Right, so maybe he did the story. Is there a but story? But he didn't write the screenplay, <laughs> right? Like, he uh, yeah, screenplay was out. yeah, screenplay was Anna Singer. He would have stuck Vince and some Anna McRoberts. pictures of chimps to a big wall, <laughs> yeah. and then written place names next to them and drawn arrows. And then he's hired three different people, all called Anna, to come in and try it. <laughs> I need a screenwriter and another screenwriter and another screenwriter and another screenwriter. And somebody was like, th- I heard three Annas. Anna, uh, Anna, Anna, another. Um, where, and, where are we at in the film here? So we're getting, nowhere. We haven't, we haven't got anywhere, much <laughs> like the film, right? So, the, so, so this school group, that, that, so if Jack, for some reason, decides he'd rather blend in with this school group. Yes. Because the... He basically fills in for the spot of the, bo- the Mexican boy who's yeah, gone, who's to, gone the to the bathroom. bathroom. There's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's another beautiful bit of coincidence mongering <laughs> here from Vince in that uh, Julie drops her bag on the ground. Right? Oh, yeah. And a couple of things fall out of it. And what do you do when you're confronted with this nightmare scenario? She says to two, she says to three of her chimps, "You go ahead. I'll meet you at the gate. I'll stay with Louie, and I'll catch up with you when I've managed to get these three objects back into my bag." Because because what could be worse than making all of your chimps slightly delayed to a gate? Certainly not having three loose chimps. Well. Look, what would you take? Three the, loose chimps or three loose items out of your hand? There is, there yeah, is some it's logic. Sophie's choice, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? it is. is there not some logic there in that those other three chimps were seated separately to her? Which Louis. is an interesting no. scenario that they, that she wasn't able to. A woman travelling with four chimps wasn't able to get a, a row of seats mm. all to herself. But two I mean, of your chimps are going to have to sit separately. The film is set in a utopia where people are fine with seeing like. But they're We've also not, chips. right? Cause, yeah. Because there, there is the dad of the boy sees Jack at the other end of, at the Colorado airport and he looks at him very confused. Very perplexed. Mm. And I think I in, didn't realise that, that that was so circular. In, in mm. the other films, though, there's had... But, but again, also, like, like, in that world, in that utopia, couldn't Jack just plausibly himself have been a member of the ch- child UN? Right. Right? Why does he mm. have to be mistaken for a child? Like... Is 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 one child interchangeable with one chimp in this world or or not? Because in the first film he had to hide in a bag in order to get from the train station yes. in El Simeon, a wildlife reserve with not only a train station, but we're learning an international <laughs> airport in this film. Because when she's in Mexico, there's that part where she goes to the airport and she says, Another can I get a flight to El Simeon? <laughs> The nature reserve that only consists of her, her house, and her four live-in chimps. 
So, um, the, so he gets on the plane of Colorado. The rest three of the, screenwriters. <laughs> three, uh, the other chimps and Julie get on the plane to Mexico, and it's not. She sort of has a Home Alone moment. Where she, There's a few Home Alone sort mm, of themes running through. Yeah. This. Hang on, I think I've left. Had a real bad feeling. I left. Jacket. She has a dream. Yeah. She wakes up from a dream. It's a premonition, left really, then, isn't it? Yeah, right. Jack behind, and she goes back, and he's not, he's not there. Yeah. Yeah, and that and what? Yeah, that's first of all, that's crazy because then that, that opens up the, the the possibility that she is magic. Yeah. Or <laughs> well, she dreamed it real. <laughs> she dreamed it in a reality. Wow, maybe. Or she, or could... she can, or or she can sort of sight see or whatever the wow. thing is where you mm. far sightedness or you know the, not far sight see. She can or... see. She can see that no, there aren't as many chips as there were supposed to like be. There's like you know, there's a term for like that thing where you can see things in other places using like telepathy or kind mm. of something. Like is, it, is it more likely that Robert Vince has just orchestrated another coincidence? <laughs> I mean, that's the alternative. <laughs> well, right? it also, it, it's not clear whether or not Jack was like, oh, that kid has gone to the bathroom. I'm going to go to Mexico. Mm. Or whether or not, because he was kind of like looking at a, at a rack of food or snacks or something like that. And then he kind of like picked up some snacks. And then was just it doesn't look like he paid for them. And then he just oh. falls in. And then he just kind of walks down one of the things and it says... Um, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. So, so has Jack done this deliberately? Is that what you were discussing? Well, I wasn't sure whether he'd done it de- deliberately. Also, this airport has no distinction between uh, domestic and international terminals. Oh, that's mm. interesting as well. Yeah, it is mm. an interesting detail of this particular utopia. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, it was Arthur C. Clarke who said <laughs> that suffici- sufficiently overwhelming coincidence is indistinguishable from magic. <laughs> that's is- a great... That's a great joke, by the way. I assume, I assume it is. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what the original quote is. but Sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable. Ah, from great, great, great. So there's the kid that's left in the bathroom. He's That's a Home Alone situation, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and it seems like that might come back into it in some way. It doesn't. No. Spoiler alert, nothing <laughs> matters. Nothing connects to anything else. And there also, are no payoffs. <laughs> and there's, there like, are p- loose no. threads are not tied up. Yes. Thank the, you. So then there's... Julie on the plane with the missing... So they discover that Jack is missing, mm-hmm. which is like a flight plan scenario, the Jodie Foster film. Mm. Mm. Oh, we, you uh, think it's this film's sort of a pastiche? Yeah, yeah. sure. Except in, in, in flight plan, it's the more realistic scenario where, oh, there's a missing passenger, let's do something about that and check the manifest mm. and all that sort of thing. You kind of assume, yeah. My first thought would be, oh, maybe this chimp is somewhere on this plane. No. Yeah. They don't really go into it at all, right? No. The, the yeah. missing <clears throat> passenger. No, she mm. just uh, she follows a couple of clues and eventually figures out he's in Colorado. I think yeah. she figures that out because the kid, a kid, didn't board the plane, and she's that. Like, that takes place after you know way yeah. later in the film after there's been a hurricane in Mexico. They've been tracked trapped in the hotel in yeah. Mexico for a long. Which just by like coincidence, the, right? The yeah. hurricane, but they're sitting in an outdoor pool sunning themselves, aren't they? That's it. That's. That's when the hurricane dies down. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh that's when she's about to leave. Sorry. They're indoors, and then there is one part where Louis is that the younger yeah, Mike? Louis, yeah. monkey uh, ape. Sorry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so uh, it goes outside, and then it just holds on to a pole because it's windy. <laughs> and then for, oh, for yes. a moment, that was just, very funny. It's just stretched out completely. <laughs> yeah, and that's then it's, short, it's shorts fall off. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a that was a bit of a departure for Vince. He hadn't yeah. sort of gone down that path. The well, there's films. a couple of new elements Cartoon-y. that Vince is bringing into this film. So he's evolving, I yeah. think, as a 
as a director as well, because <laughs> as well as the, that cartoony moment with Louis, which I'd be interested to know how they achieved that. Did they just stretch yeah. out a chimp with a wire, or mm. what did they do? I wonder about how they how they achieved some of this I, stuff. I, I, I had a feeling that maybe it was CGI, like quite expensive. It could be because that actually, if and uh, I don't want to get off topic here, God forbid. But um, <laughs> if you look into um, Robert Vince, where his filmography has gone, um, it, it, you know, I was wondering, well, how does a man who deals so much with, like, his skills are in manipulating animals, getting real animals to do these kinds of things? Mm. Where does he go in a world, you know, post Andy Circus, post? Um, CGI-type world, is there a place for him? And there absolutely is. He has made so many films, a lot of the new ones with dogs, and now he's doing the thing where, like, dogs' mouths move and it looks like they're singing. But he is also using CGI to do, like, crowd scenes and that sort of thing, aeroplanes, airports, big concerts where there's a lot of... I, I watched the trailer for World Pup Singing Star. Pup Star. So it looks like... Uh, in the last three years, he's released one, two, three, four, five films in the Pup Star franchise. Correct. Five and three. Yeah. Whoa. And the CGI, let me tell you right away, is not good. It is It is really, really abysmal. But this it's great that be... he's still making films. This must be viable, right? Yeah. This film apparently, according to IMDb, only cost $12 million to make. That mm. sounds like a lot of money to me. I know it's not in terms of like Hollywood and stuff. That's a very it, cheap. But this film. isn't Hollywood. This is the Canadian film industry. And you, maybe you can talk to that, Al. Uh, yes, I'd <laughs> like to. Um. <laughs> Hello, Canadian film industry. It's me, Al. Um. Uh, how are you? I'm. Uh, I'm desperate to try and break into you. Break into. You. <laughs> Um, look, where, do I, we, I don't know. where do we get to? The plane? Uh, do we know whether or not this this made money? I mean, it must have. There's right? not much in information some way. About there'd, it. there'd be there'd be accounting tricks going on. But like, he's got this ongoing career. He's got he's creating so much content. He's mm. giving jobs to so many people. Yeah. I think he's still working a lot with um, Anne Vince and some of the same names. Yeah, I think it, yeah, I think a lot of the Canadian GDP comes from <laughs> uh, the the. You know the stable of films that Vince put yeah, together. Yeah, of course. Can you, um, if if you haven't already, have you? Has anyone looked at Robert Vince's IMDb page and seen a photo of him? Yeah, yeah, he was not as no. I pictured him. Not at all. And let me tell you, he kind of looks like the happiest man in the he world. He looks so happy. Yeah. He and and he's quite handsome. He is. He looks. He's got a real surfer kind of cool. I reckon dad the cool look. brother oh, wow. was based on him when he yeah. was younger. Oh yeah. 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 Um, yeah totally. Totally. To- I reckon he talks like this. But yeah, and he, I'd say he's got a passion for like outdoor sports and that sort of thing. Something I mm. we should get to the family, the core family. But something I really enjoyed about this film was that the brother was just a nice guy. To his younger brother. Yeah, I, I was expecting was... him to be an asshole. Well, he seemed a little bit mean at the start, and he was giving him a nookie and saying, yeah. we're going to go get yeah. Mexican but food in a quite an aggressive way. But nice, then he's very supportive. supportive brother. I thought that was a... That, it felt like a real bum steer at the start there. I thought yeah. the Mexican mm. food thing was a joke, like that they were going to go do something crazy, but they just went and had Mexican food. Yeah. <laughs> Can I, I talk about this whole scene where... Um, or not seen, series of scenes mm. where we're waiting for Jack to meet the kid protagonist. <laughs> yes. Well, that's pretty much where we're up to. So we've, now we've got Jack has caught the plane of the young UN to Colorado to the ski yes. resort and the others are in Mexico, the rest of the chimps and Julie. And then uh, he jumps in a few trucks and whatever and he ends up in a Mexican restaurant. No, you are jumping so <laughs> oh, much. I? I cannot allow you to do that. <laughs> right. So... The two kids, Jay and the little kid, Pete, Pete, 
right? They're dropping off their dad. That's how things work. Kids drop airport. off their dad at the airport, right? Yep. Dropping off their dad at the airport to go away for some unspecified. It's, it's a business trip, right? It's, it's a, a business. Trip. And that's the other thing. They've He's just moved his – he's a single dad and he's just moved his two kids to this new place. And, yep. and his youngest son is like, oh, I'm not fitting in. I, I don't have any friends here. And he's like, hey, you'll be fine. It'll be fine. Anyway, I'm going off on business. <laughs> I'll yeah. leave you with your brother, who seems like a loose unit. Yeah. Uh, and then so they're dropping him off at the airport. At the same time that uh, Jack is getting off the plane mm, in yes. Colorado. Mm. Now, you've got, you're setting up a film where there's going to be a kid, there's going to be chi- a chimp, there's going to be hijinks, hijinks. Let's get that kid and that chimp together. No, sir. <laughs> Let us drag this out in yeah. so many improbable ways. So, yeah, they're both at the airport at the same time. Mm-hmm. Perfect. He they're going to meet up at the, the airport. Yeah, he could have jumped in the kid's car as they drove home. Sure. Yeah. No, that's not going to happen. What's going to happen is that the kid and his brother are going to go and get Mexican food, and Jack is going to see a, me- a, a, a van delivering Mexican food to... To the airport. Mm-hmm. Fine. Maybe there's a Mexican restaurant in the airport that the kid <laughs> and the brother decided not to go to. They wanted to go to a different one that's further away. Even Fine. though they get the same ingredients from sure. the same place. Absolutely. But that's just the modern economy. It's all about uh, marketing sure. and that sort of thing. You know, like the flavor of a lot of beers are identical, but it's mm. the way they're sold to you that sure. makes you feel like they're different. Okay. And then the, so Jack gets into the the back of the um, the Mexican food van where all the food is just sort of sitting loose there and he starts yep. eating some dip. Hilarious. Good scene. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, and then you're like, oh, well, then that makes sense. The kid and the and Jack are going to meet up at the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> no, they are not going to meet at the Mexican restaurant. Jack is going to climb up a tree at the Mexican restaurant while the kid and his brother just eat Mexican food. Beneath and have him. A, beneath him. And, and, and he and even have drops a, jujubes in, into the brother's food. And then he and, just eats And the brother eats it and goes, oh, this Mexican's got different flavour. <laughs> <laughs> cooler! So Play weird. him cooler! Oh. Go again! Oh, bodacious. <laughs> no, cooler than that! I want to see this guy really cool. I, th- like, this, that's, little bro. it's no coincidence that every actor does a weird performance. That mm. has got to be Vince. That's mm. direction, right? Yeah. Or casting at the very Really least. unusual. That little boy who's like the main kid, though, he seems... Like, there's something about his performance that is a little unsettling because he just does seem very uncomfortable well, yeah. it makes it the seem, whole time. It makes it seem like this monkey, Jack, does sort of seek out vulnerable boys. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Like yeah, emotionally right. vulnerable yeah. boys who, who are looking for sort of a dad replacement mm. and uh, who and, and, yeah. and they find it in this kind of... in this Kind of like... That cat that knows when people are going to die of cancer. Exactly. <laughs> similar to that. Yeah, sim- similar to that. But what? Like, that's a cat. Yeah, there's a cat that in, does that in an old folks' home. That like some. Yeah. Story some have you that... have you confused the concept of cat scans? Oh, <laughs> oh yes. Yes, yes, yes. There's always that cat scan machine. Always goes into the rooms of old people, <laughs> lying at the end of their bed, yeah. so they don't meet at the Mexican restaurant. Yeah. No. Right. And then the kid. But that th- seems weird anyway, because Jay, for some reason, is being really nasty to the, the waitress or being like really like. But yeah, was lo- he meant to be or was that I, him thinking he was joking a lot? I don't really know. Because she was over She was, she was doing her out. over the top performance, but that was felt like that was what the restaurant made her do. Well, do you want to know who plays the role of that, uh, that waitress? Who? Anna McRoberts, one of the writers oh, of the film. Really? Wow. Yeah. So, so she, she knew that she scene knew that, inside out. She knew that character inside yeah. out. So she knew probably that, wrote it for herself. And so she has to do a little ole yeah. kind of thing at the end of her, the, after she takes their order. And then he goes, hey, wait, little lady, or something like that, you know. Excuse me, miss. 
can you make sure that we get extra guacamole <laughs> as well? As like a weird joke to her. No, I reckon uh, she wrote that line. Again, That's you've, you've edited that to make it make slightly more sense, Alistair. <laughs> he says, don't forget the extra guacamole, yeah. right? But he hadn't told her about the yeah, guacamole yeah, right. the first time around. Yeah. So how would she forget it? Yeah, you can't forget what you don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, again, it's another flawless scene there. Anna <laughs> McRoberts must have felt very proud as she walked off <laughs> set after, I'm sure, many takes to make sure they got that right. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right. We should probably mention at this point, Jack has not yet snowboarded. No. No, no, it, no he's way off snowboarding. <laughs> yeah. Nobody has. Uh, maybe maybe Pete because maybe there might Pete. be a scene Sneaky where he Pete. goes down. His dad oh, is right at the bottom at the of the mountain. There. He watches yeah, okay. him. He watches him go all the way down by himself, mm. and then he goes. His, then, then 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 he shows up, and then he, uh, Pete says to his dad, "Did you see that?" Oh yeah, yeah. that's right. And he goes, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and his dad has signed him up for a snowboarding club to help him make friends. Mm. When I leave town, leaving my young son with his young loose unit brother, the first thing I always make sure I do before I leave town is sign my son up for a downhill snowboarding <laughs> club that yeah. I won't be there to supervise or check in on anyway on a mountain that I know has something called the Doom Drop. <laughs> Oh yeah, we should the have mentioned that signed before you. Doom drop. Yeah, there's no fence or anything. No, um, but I wonder if that's going to come up later. So he he's in that club, and he you wouldn't think almost... it would in a Robert Vince film. I was actually wondering. I I was like, it's another man, red herring. They are literally signposting this Doom drop thing with a signpost that says Doom drop <laughs> on it. A lesser filmmaker would come back to this in some way, but I feel like Vince isn't going to. But he crumbled. Yeah. I wonder if that was studio I, pressure no, that forced him to bring that got, back. Yep. So he, so um, the boy Pete or Kevin, mm. or, or Pete, the main Pete, kid, the main kid. Yeah, yeah. Mm. he went down with the group first time down. Uh, the leader of the group was a girl about the age of his older brother. They flirted briefly. Mm. Oh, you're in a band. That's cool. The brother's mm. in a band. Which yeah, is which so is good. cool. It is yeah, cool. No, no doubt about yeah. that. Yeah, that's just a fact. That all checks out. Yeah. So then they they go down and and, and uh, what's his what was his name? Pete gets separated from the rest of the group. And he accidentally finds the giant drop. Yeah, almost goes drop. over it. Yes. Yeah. But he, like, quite cleverly saves himself and then he climbs his way out using his ball. Yeah. Um, and then the the teacher of the class says, oh, yeah, well, you you were lucky. I should have probably mentioned that. <laughs> mm. always there. And she's so encouraging yeah. of his of his snowboard. Mm. Uh, she's like, oh, you're doing great. You're doing mm. – like I just like – you know, she's this character. She doesn't have any conflict. She's just there to keep him going. Yeah, yeah. She's, that's a nice character, right? Yeah. yeah. Again, some supportive characters. I like that. They could, well, That sort of positive energy that mm. is, is, is the kind of thing you get from a Robert mm. Prince film. That's – yeah, that's – you get a lot of baffling characters, but you'll get a couple of characters. Speaking of baffling characters, I think it's around this time in the film that we're introduced to who I like to call the antagonists of the film, oh, right? Yeah. Mm. 
two bumbling mafia guys. <laughs> and when I saw these guys, I was actually excited because I was like, Robert, Vince, he, he's done it. He's cracked the code mm. of like what makes a film. He's given us some antagonists, right? Mm, like yeah. so much of the time in these other films, it's just the unrelated events and nobody <laughs> is in really control. Nobody's really like driving anything, everyone's just reacting to the strange things that happen to them. We've got these bad guys, they're going to be like the backbone of this film, trying to pull off something, and Jack and the little kid are going to have to somehow team up to sort of um, defeat them in some way. Yep. And let me tell you, right away, that is not how this plays out. <laughs> so they're, they're, they owe a mafia boss some money. Mm, uh, yeah. and they're in his limo, they're being abused. Oh, we should say that one of these actors has been recycled from the last film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, a little The last film he was... A, Ian, Ian Bragg. Ian Bagg. Ian Bagg. Who's a, a Canadian stand-up who's very funny. I, I've, I've enjoyed his stand-up very much. He did a, a riff album. He did a riff album recently with it, which was one of my favourite albums of the year. I got to listen to it. It's on Spotify? Uh, yeah. 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 I, need, I think you, I've heard him on WTF, maybe. Yeah, and he so he in the last film was a Scandinavian ice hockey hockey player, player. Mm -hmm. and in this film he's more of like he looks very different, but he has that he's got the trademark gap tooth, different Mm -hmm. coloured hair. I think he was blonde in the last film, and he's got dark hair. And I reckon he's lost a bit of weight. Maybe he just looked a bit different. It took me a while to put it together. I'm like, he's got he looks like the bag man Mm. as the bag man. That's what they call (laughs) it. That's what they call him. I assume. So he. He was, and the offsider was sort of like a real weedy little high energy Chandler. Yeah, He's sort of like a, it must have been around the end of the Chandler era. Right, he couldn't have been any more. I Chandler. think he was a bit of like a Seth Green kind oh, of guy. Oh, Seth almost. Green meets Chandler Bing. They yes. remind me of like, is it Bulk and Skull from Power Rangers or something like that? Like the mm, classic the bumbling, <laughs> bumbling, duo. bumbling bad boys. Mm. Yeah, kind Bebop of like the Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, also, but they're Gilfred and Stanley. Is that? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why their names are that. As well as as well as the 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 airport mistake and the hurricane that's keeping them the 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 El Simeon lady in Mexico. These two guys are also kind of another Home Alone pair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they right. are too. Yeah. They're the, the wet criminals. bandits. Yeah. Now, yeah. The, this is an interesting thing about that scene. And tell me if anyone else noticed this, right? So we've got this scene in the limo where those guys are getting a dressing down from the mob boss. Yeah. Mm. Right? So he's sitting opposite them, right? They're sitting in one of the seats, like one of the rows, and then you know how limos are configured? So he, the mob boss is facing them, shouting at them, telling them off. Yeah. Right. And then at the very end of that scene, he says something, and then you see hands reach and grab them mm. and throw them out. <laughs> it was a conf- I wasn't of sure the, of the limo, but there's only one guy sitting opposite them. But then two sets of hands, like four oh, hands, right. mm. reach and grab them. So I was confused. Were they? I, were there other were there people goons? sitting either side of him or something? Maybe, I, it, yeah. I was conv- I wasn't sure who was who until they got thrown out. You know, I wasn't sure who was dressing down who. It was pretty clear that the bald guy was the boss, mm. but the rest seemed very confusing to me. Yeah, which I loved. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I love being I th- on the edge of my seat like that. <laughs> at first because I was only half paying attention. I thought they were his cronies. Yeah, but they're not. They owe him money. Yeah, but they also seem kind of like his cronies as well. Mm. Are they, they've gone to go get his money or something? They were, I think they were doing a heist or they were involved in a heist That's for right. him. Oh, right. And then... Ian Bag was the bag man, the getaway the, driver. Yeah. Is that mm. what the bag man is? Yeah, I think so. I'm, but he went sure. and got a pizza instead. No, drive through Yeah, he went and got drive through And so I guess when whoever was getting the money or something like that came out, 
there was nobody, there was no drive a car oh, there because right, yeah, he had yeah. gone to get some food. Mm. And yeah, so that and so they have to get money. Cash. So I have to pay him back. Yeah, make yeah. Him and well, I missed it because I, I watched this in the bath, which is a new experience for me. I watched <laughs> the whole film in the bath. Wow. Yeah. Hour and a half bath. Yeah, because it was pretty hot. You must have been pretty. Yes, yeah, so, so I had a, that. I had yeah. a pretty. I had. A, well, I don't know. I didn't think I was, and I think maybe that's because I had a cold bath, which I don't know if what? I've ever done before. Hmm? Yeah, you don't know if you've ever had a cold bath? I don't recall I it. I guess if it started out hot, it would have still gotten cold by the end of That's that. true. Mm. So that was the beauty of it. It mm. remained the same temperature. Yeah, mm. right. So if anything, it might have warmed up a little. You found, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you found it. Yeah, great. And but I don't know, is the is the warmth of the water what wrinkles it? It would have to um, have some kind of okay. uh, So I don't, I don't think... I, anyway, doesn't that doesn't necessarily matter, mm. but... I wasn't. F- I didn't have all my eyes on the prize. Yeah, mm. but I. You I'd, were sort of looking at your own genitals and things like yeah, that. Yeah, well, that's which is another prize, depending <laughs> yeah. on on your point of view. That's but what you call your dick. Oh wait a <laughs> minute! Come that's on, not what we were not the genitals. Man, I was talking what about. <laughs> what were was, you talking about? I was about? talking about the anus. <laughs> <laughs> the jewel of the back. <laughs> Now we still we we are worse at this than Robert Vince. <laughs> the, the has has the has the chimp has Jack met? Pete? No, not yet. We haven't got. How to do that. they meet? I forgot. Okay, now. so so uh, Pete he's bummed out because he didn't do so well on the slopes, right? Mm. At this this group training, whatever it oh, is, yeah. and so he's he goes home, and Jack climbs up like a like a traffic light or something mm. like that, or a tra- street sign maybe, mm. and and is piffing stuff at. At Pete, and, and a couple more of those jubes. Yeah, yeah, I think they are right. Yeah. Jujubes. I don't know where are they he got those in, from. In Canada, jujubes. Jubes. Yeah. Jubes. <laughs> are they just jubes? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the jujubes. Have you, you've never haven't heard because they talk about in Seinfeld as well. I reckon jujubes. Okay. Maybe jujubes. Jujuberries. Uh, I don't know. I. It's something I've heard in American slash Canadian. Yeah. TV film before. Oh, Tweet at us. Tell us what the. It probably means something bigger to to. Um, Locals. I want you to know just before uh, there was another chance not meeting between mm. the the chimp and Pete and Pete yeah. at, at his school. It's like his first day of school again, and yes. then he's sitting in class, and then this monkey, oh, yeah. this ape's just walking around, and he looks through the window. He's stalking this kid. Yeah, but oh. without without even kind of being entirely aware of him. It's he doesn't a coincidence. See, it's another coincidence. It's another yeah, coincidence. yeah. He's looking through the, the the window, and he kind of sees him there, and then he. And then just as the kid turns around, he walks away again. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't happen yeah. again. And then, and, and then they just bump into each other in the street. Mm. Like like nothing matters. I think in film school they call it the Vince coincidence. Coincidence. Or the coincidence. And then they're inseparable, yeah. right? Now they've yeah. met, they're inseparable, and um, they go together to a convenience store. Right. And in that convenience store are the two lackeys who are going to try and steal something from this convenience they're store. Try, they're Guilford just, and Stan. They're stuffing their jacket filled with full of stuff as soon Lollies. as the, the lady who's and, on the phone. Yeah, and was that part of their plan? That was part of their plan to get the money to pay back the boss. Was stealing guess, a lolly? I'm I think that sure. was a little something for daddy. That's just a job, <laughs> just a job on the side. Oh, while they, they were going to yeah. try and steal the money from the lady, but then they get scared off. But, but, in the meantime. Stanley has seen Vince, has seen Jack. 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 I, 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 I say Vince because he Vince so clearly identifies with the <laughs> yeah. Jack character yeah. that I, they're almost synonymous to me. But he sees Jack out the window and he sees Jack on the front cover of an, a, a magazine about hockey. Right. Yeah. And he immediately sees that they are 
the same chimp. Yeah. Which is an amazing... No doubt about it. Right? This <laughs> Mexican chimp Straight out away. there <laughs> is the ice hockey chimp from this newspaper. Mm-hmm. And... It's interesting that he is able to identify two chimps like that because that's not a skill that many people have, I would imagine. Especially yeah. the people who are watching these movies, especially like the first one. Yeah. Right. Where they're that to their they're using three different <laughs> chimps. Yes. The whole premise of the first film is that you can't tell a chimp yeah. from another chimp, and yet here we have a man with the ability to instantly recognize a chimp. What yeah. an amazing gift. And, and see dollar signs. Mm. It's like, oh, nice yeah. lucky yeah. Like chimp. In a way that's never really clarified. Mm. They said they'd sell him, right? That was the idea. Yeah, someone, will, someone will pay but, top dollar for this chimp. Exactly. So, but they've also just got like, they've thrown away every other way of getting money, mm. including the way that they had initially been instructed, I guess, to get the money, stealing it from some place. Yeah. yeah. Right? They've thrown all that away, and they're putting all their chips in. All their getting, chimps. All their chimps <laughs> into get acquiring this chimp, and I suppose finding a buyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And knowing yeah. as well that he's now been banned from the NHL. So the one skill mm-hmm. that they know that he has He's no longer able to do They might not be keeping up with the news in that way. Oh, no, was that was what the was newspaper the was saying. Yeah. Was yeah. it? Oh, oh maybe it was about his skateboarding because that was in the Oh, most, that's an old maybe paper. It was the most ver- no, but most vertical oh, primate. No. Yes, no, you're right. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, Why is he still sad? That's, I forgot about that. Since the last he became a skateboarder. He has a whole other career. Why is he sad about NHL? Don't know. It's funny that he wasn't when at the beginning when he's reminiscing. He's not reminiscing about any of his skateboard days. Yeah, he had skateboards in the room, but he's yeah. only putting photos down. Yeah, right. I think, that, Do you think, I think something we're learning happened something. with him and Al Borland <laughs> in oh, between yeah. films. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they he owned him. that skateboard shop, didn't he? Yeah, yeah it could have been a sort of a might have ended badly Maybe and he tried to like in a sort of a Michael Jordan way, sort of went from uh, ice hockey into oh, yeah. baseball. Uh, baseball. Skateboarding. Skateboarding's a metaphor for baseball. And then back into... Uh, Hockey, which is a metaphor uh, for basketball. Basketball, basketball. again. Um, you know, after having a sort of a negative experience, yeah. trying to do that cross-sport thing. That's true. No, I think that makes sense. That makes mm. some sense. Yeah. Um, so anyway, then now, now, now you think, oh, the game is afoot. They're going to try and catch this chimp. But they don't really. They're, they're more bumbling than... Like there's never it feels never feels like a serious threat. Mm, I feel like they no. procrastinate more than they. Bumble. They get it very. Oh, yeah, they're very distractible. Yeah, maybe I don't mm. know. They're, yeah, they're not very active. Ian Bag is underutilized. Yeah, because mm. it they, does feel um, like they should be the comic relief, but they're they're kind of like they're not the most funny characters in the movie. No, I there would was, argue. There, I think there was one thing that one of them said that really made me laugh, and it, I think it might have been. Oh, there was something. It, I think it was something that Ian Bag said. Um, maybe even in it. that scene. I oh, bet he riffed it. Yeah, yeah. It was probably a crowd work bit he did. Yeah. <laughs> That's when he realised that he could do that crowd work album in 2019. <laughs> oh, here's the line that actually made me laugh, and maybe this is a indicative of what the state my mind was at. <laughs> When uh, in this scene, but Ian Bag says, when they see the chimp, there's one of those classic, are you thinking what I'm thinking oh, things. Yeah. Uh, Stanley says, are you thinking what I'm thinking? And Ian Bag says, he can teach us how to skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me laugh out yeah, loud. Yeah, I was is. like, that is, yeah. <laughs> in, in the context of this film, that is genius level yeah. of comedy. Was there like a, a tag that was like, no, we we can get it. And sell it to some somebody and goes, and then he can teach them how to skateboard. <laughs> uh, like there may have been, yeah. Again, yeah. very good. <laughs> like that's that's comedy. Yeah. And like if there'd been that kind of writing for those guys throughout the whole thing, like 
some discernible character that they could riff on. Mm. What about the moment where the Chandler Bing, Seth Green cross mm. did a whole Indian voice conversation oh, on the phone? Yeah. Was that was that getting any chuckles? In your house? Uh, yeah, Carly and I both looked at each other. I made Carly watch this whole film, by <laughs> wow. the way, and she was not happy at any point. In the bath? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I made her watch it in a cold bath. I was sitting on a chair, you know, quite warm. Huh. But I thought, I'll do the right thing. I'll let her have the cold bath. <laughs> a nice warm chair, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, and it was kind of like, because it was, it was, the, it was the, the mafia boss or yeah, whatever poorly. calling up and kind of going like, Where's my money? And he goes, he pretends to be Indian. He goes, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm an like Indian the, restaurant. Yeah, I'm an Indian restaurant. And he goes, listen, you little whatever. And then I assume he called him on his mobile. Yeah. He'd yeah. know that he hasn't called the wrong number. Yeah, yeah. and he did know. He wasn't fooling anybody, that guy. <laughs> no, like, no. no it was just an committed. excuse to have a Indian accent. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I wonder if something happened to Vince in between the, this and the previous films. Well, because 9-11. 9-11. Mm. My goodness. Do you think this is a sort of a reaction to a sort of a new this is 2004, world where it feels yeah. like... Yeah. yeah that's I think everything changed. Yeah, that's true. These characters <laughs> disappear for a large chunk of the film, though, yeah. right? While everything else happens. Yeah. So And they don't have a B-plot or anything. There's nothing going on mm. there. No. So... They only have A plots. Only the best for Vince. <laughs> Several A plots. The um, <laughs> the uh, so Pete and Jack. The, so Jack is staying at Pete's place. Uh, yeah. Right. And yes. Pete and Jay's place. The kid and the other kid. Jay has a band with a couple of real feral looking guys. Yeah. Because he's um, cool. Oh, they're a, real of the time looking guys. Yeah. Uh, blonde dreadlock drummer. Yeah. Um. They play a kind of like, what would you? What kind of music would you call that? It's a real, it's a real sort of pop, pop punk, skater pop punk, punk sort of yeah, stuff, and that's yeah. the music that's playing throughout. It's like a, it's like Green Day music, Green mm. Day or MXPX, which is strange, you know, because this is MXP, MXP. It's a, you know, it's got a little bit of that. MXPX was kind of like, oh, a, like a Christian, Christian pop, punk. pop punk band. Yeah, yeah, they sound cool. Yeah, they were badass. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, they were bad. Well, I mean, they were pretty. I mean, it was pretty punk still. Yeah, no, they were very popular. Yeah. They were sort of, but it's a funny world. Like, even though I was at a Christian school, into pop punk music, it was like the, the Christian oh, one. Hey, Matt, you're a you're at a Christian school, right? <laughs> Who are you throwing the first stone or whatever that? Bible thing was. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that they were Christian punk when I was listening to them. But now looking at their names, like it's not, it's not obvious. Lord, but thou let's be say, thy name and the, stuff like that. The no, no. The album was called Life in General. It's the 1995 album mm-hmm. that I listened to. So their their track names are like Middle Name. My mom still cleans my room. <laughs> Do your feet hurt? Um, <laughs> sometimes you have to ask yourself. Um, Chick magnet. Oh, cool. Sorry, so sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> you know, it's not overtly Christian, but I'm just saying it's like kind it's, of funny names. Yeah, they're, mm-hmm. but they're like also kind of subverting yeah. the whole I think, naming. Um, I think those could all be the names of tracks on a stand-up comedy album. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like you, you take that as a set list. Do you go up on stage? My feet hurt. <laughs> my mum still cleans my room. Is yeah, it that, okay that's to all play something a moment from of this list. while we? Sorry, is it okay to play a moment of this? Yeah, I think so. If we're reviewing it, yeah, you'll have to give us. Oh, three. this is very like the music that's in there. Yeah, maybe it even was MXPX. I wonder if really. Hey kids, can I talk to you about another extreme primate? 
His name is Jesus. <laughs> In many ways, he was the most extreme primate. That's one of my favourite joke structures is mm. I know another guy who... Yeah. I love mm. it so much and I use it, a, you know, semi-regularly. Yeah. I did a, a fundraising gig at a, a Christian school a couple of weeks ago and I tried it there. I thought if anywhere it'll work here, and it, and they didn't seem to know where I was going. I thought I thought I'd be able to, you know, how you trail off. You never have to get to Jesus. Yeah. Oh. He's like, oh, I've got a, I know another guy who was a carpenter and has a, a few cool things to say, and they're like, oh, yes, and who is who is your friend? Anyway, uh, did you end up saying it? I think I was like, Jesus Christ! I thought you would get it. <laughs> maybe that's not. Maybe we're a bit out of touch with actually the way youth pastors yes. introduce topics. At um, a youth pastor, I'm obviously talking about spaghettios. Um, just to <laughs> so Jack spends the night at at Pete and Jay's place. He sleeps decides in the he, dad's does, bed. he doesn't want to sleep on the 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 crappy futon or no what like whatever that is that they've got the, a cot that the crappy futon that produces very sound effect squeaky spring noises oh, and yeah. that was the other comical comic book type thing that Robert Vince was toying with in this yeah. Yeah, sound, yeah. the comedy sound effects I thought there were more of in this film than okay. there yeah he other. had yeah he'd grown in a lot of ways mm. and that was one of them there's, there's a so he's not allowed to sleep in the the dad's bedroom but he does no anyway. one is no one is even his oh, sons yeah why would they they've got their own beds it's their house but <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to sleep in dad's bed <laughs> Dad's really poorly decorated bedroom. <laughs> yeah, real unpleasant. Yeah, he's a single. He's trying to like. He's trying yeah, his he's best. Got a, he's got a play. His wife bed has died spread. or left him or something. I was wondering. I was trying to remember. Are there any mums in any of the Robert Vince films? Oh. Or are all the mums absent? Is this sort this of is a very Disney on thing. absent mothers? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. All this know. is very Disney. There's just no mention of mum. There, there is a but there's a great sequence when Jack is getting ready for bed. And we see uh, see him taking a shower, uh, yeah. and we see him shaving. shaving. This is a class. This is a big. This Vince has been calling card. A Vince calling card yeah, from right. the beginning, just showing, like he's figured out how to make chimps do get stuff. dressed or do stuff. So he just he'll show it step by step. There's going to be a montage. Sock, You're see everything. sock, yeah, jump t-shirt, jumper, jacket. Mm. You'll see shaving be- cream, hair dryer. Yeah. Yes, I love the hair dryer. He knows yeah. that's why we're here. Yeah, you know? I think yeah. that's smart. Really, I, I mean, mean, yeah, he doesn't know a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He doesn't know why why we would leave, right? <laughs> right? But he knows we're there to see chimps do human things. I, right. I think if you take out all dialogue, this is like a, a fine normal kids movie. The action shots are all pretty well shot, I think. Yeah, yeah, the snowboarding looked all right, although I will say that the snowboarding in this relative to snowboarding is not nearly as good as the skateboarding in right. most vertical primate is relative to skateboarding, I okay. think. Like, you wouldn't watch this movie to watch some cool no, snowboarding. No, but, but the, everyone snowboarding are kids, and I think in the skateboarding one they had some... The the pro skateboarder did some of those mm. bigger tricks. Yeah, but but also the kid in the skateboarding one, like at least did some oh, tricks yeah. and stuff. Whereas this guy just genuinely seems to slide down a hill. And the benefit of this is they've got full face masks. They could right. get a, any sort of shortish pro skater to mm. come in to the the play the role of that guy and do some sick moves. Yeah, mm. but. Again, that's not the case. So at some point in this house, uh, the, 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 the ape Jack is playing some snowboarding video game mm. on, on Xbox. And then 
during a time during some time alone, he finds some boots and uh, a snowboard, mm. and then in the house, and then starts just putting it on and messing around on a bed, jumping up and down and kind yeah. of flipping over a little bit like yeah. that. And he I love, I, lo- I gotta say, so. I love the way Jack moves. Yeah, that that sideways mm. flip he does, mm. which he did right at the start when he was excited about Mexico. Yeah, it does a kind of little somersault yeah. type thing. Back salt. Yeah. yeah, his physicality is great, and he's actually quite a funny performer, I think. I like, think generally probably the funniest actor. I think <laughs> or so. Or the funniest performance. Yeah, I, when he was trying to like get to sleep in the bed and he was sort of tossing and yeah. turning on the squeaky. Mm. Bad. Like I was like, that's quite good yeah. physicality. You know, I would say if ever there was going to be a an ape actor who would play in cinema, Andy Circus. Oh mm. yeah, <laughs> I think Jack it would only be fair. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would. Let's see if we can get this up. Let's get Jack in a ball suit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and let's CGI Andy Circus oh, over him. That'd be that'd be really great. Yeah, mm. I do wonder how. How they make Jack do these things. Well, that, I think this is the point. Robert Vince is a fantastic director of chimps, just maybe not the best director of humans. But is Correct. is he? There's there's like a train. There must be a trainer or mm. several trainers. Mm. He's not. I don't know this for chimp. sure or at all. But Robert Vince does it single handedly. <laughs> That woman who lives with all those chimps is based on Robert Vince. Yeah. <laughs> he flew all those chimps to Colorado himself. Yeah, flew with, with them. Flew with them. Yes, one got one got. Uh, when he was separated. on the plane is when he had the idea for the film. <laughs> <laughs> They'd already booked the shoot. Yeah. Um, okay, I don't know. I it's just it. It seems to me that I don't understand. I don't understand how you strap a, a an actual chimp. To a snowboard and push him down a hill. I don't think over and over, over and over again. again and go. He'll be fine. I don't think you do it anymore. Is the answer? This yeah. is this now is not, fifteen years oh, ago. Yeah, sure, but I mean, it, you know, it's still within living memory. Contemporary, like yeah, this isn't the sixties. We've come a long way. Yeah, <laughs> we have okay. come a long way. <laughs> Take your mind back to two thousand four. Um, it was I'm a different sure. time. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he has a film from. <laughs> um, let's see. Well, I'm not sure when the Spy Mate, which I'm trying to push Matt that we're going to do Spy Mate, which is the unofficial. Is this another one of his? It's Jack Junior playing again, I think, or maybe Louis. I'm not sure. One of them, one of the chimps again, but he's playing a spy, and it's not Jack as Jack. Now Jack has taken on the role of someone else. But um, yeah, I'd I'd be interested to see that film. And if you look at the cast for that film, he's actually got some decent names. Ah, yeah, it's interesting. Who are we talking? I don't remember any of them, but uh, well, recognizable faces. David Duchovny. It's David Duchovny. <laughs> he's got David. He did Duchovny. it in between Californication <laughs> seasons. Okay, wait. So look, in 2016, he's done Mon- uh, David. What's his name? Vince. Robert Vince. Robert Vince has the done M- Monkey Up, and that's a with parents preoccupied with their new career as a young girl and her brother befriend a talking monkey who is struggling to be taken seriously but as Yeah, an that's actor. played by Andy Circus. See, this is what's changed. Talking is monkey, that actually though, playing by Andy Circus? I can only assume. I don't... What? Which one was that? Monkey Up? And then, yeah, and then Russell Madness. Oh, no, that looks like a When a man a inherits monkey. his grandfather's arena, this is 2015... Uh, when a when a man inherits his grandfather's arena, <laughs> that's enough for me. 
<laughs> he and his family try to restore the family wrestling business with the help of a talking monkey and their star attract- attraction, a wrestling dog. Oh, isn't, my God. Isn't this interesting that, that he has, Vince has managed the transition from silent chimp films mm. to talking chimp films. Yeah. Right? This is very much like the challenge that defeated, like, this Buster monkey, Keaton. Though, but... You know, he couldn't transition from silent film uh, to talkies. To... Mm. But, but, you know, and but... With the advent, I'd, I'd imagine that in, within the world mm. of chimp films and yeah. monkey films, ape films, primate films, yeah. that's the word I was looking for, um, the transition from, you know, the, the introduction of the ability to CGI a talking monkey is exactly equivalent to the introduction of the sound in yeah. the talkies. Robert Vince crossed mm. the Buster Barrier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's a better filmmaker than Buster Keaton. <laughs> this film actually came out, MXP came out a year after Spy Mate. Really? And the, it looks like the biggest actor in it is Barry Bostwick. Do we have to delete this episode and go back and start again? <laughs> well, I don't know. I think we're completing the trilogy and then we can start moving outside. But it also monkey yeah. up. There's, if you want to go down that path. I think we've got to do all the Vince's. I mean, I mean as just... long as you're willing to keep doing this podcast, we'll get there eventually. Is Primates <laughs> going to turn into a Robert Vince? <laughs> I would love it to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we at? Can we finish this? Uh, it's so long, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so can we get to the, so that how do why do they need to do a competition for some reason? There's a competition. There's just a competition just coming you can, up. You can win a skateboard, Normally, a snowboard, and you get to snowboard with a pro snowboarder. This film and maybe the last one. This kind of film would normally have a pro, a money prize that would be able to pay and solve the problem. Mm. Of the protagonist. But there is no problem. There are no problems in this world. Yeah, but genuinely, utopia, there, is no, there is no problem. There's no solved. problem. His problem is that he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. And then the, his problem oh. is that then he doesn't have a... Which means he doesn't have a partner for this race. But then he just gets Jack the ape to be his partner in the race. Yeah. Mm. And, then, and then I assume he does the race. He yeah. Does, yes, they do right. the race together. But there is... Who, why is that kid... The kid is... He's sort of enemy kid, but not mm. one of the bumbling bad guys. There's an em- enemy kid who's in the race who pushes him over off track, mm. and he ends up um, uh, falling down next to a tree. I should also say, uh, w- w- much like the last film, they have a genuine pro snowboarder oh, commentate, yeah. like they did in the last one. They had and again, a skateboarder. I, once again, I think he was probably one of the one better, of the better actors, actors in the yeah. film. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, I thought oh, he was no. fine. He he wasn't he was clearly not an actor. Mm. Where it, like everyone else was overacting and he was not really he was mm. sort of line remembering. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know passes for acting I think. In a uh, world where everyone is an overactor, the line remembering man is king <laughs> of his, the actors. I'm trying to find his, Gets the Oscar. his name was Bjorn Lanes. Mm. Oh yes. Um so so uh, they get pushed off course. The only way they're now going to be able to stay in the race mm. is by taking the shortcut over the giant drop. Mm, yeah. The death drop. And Jack looks at him like, let's Doom do drop. it. Wow. And he goes... <laughs> <laughs> and and Phil or whatever goes, N- uh, I don't know if we should. And then... The, the, Pete. Pete. And then <laughs> everyone, like family and friends cheering on from below are like, He's going to do it. This is perfect. This is not, don't drop. do it. Don't <laughs> do it. They're, they're do the cheering. Doom. He's midair. Yeah. And they're going, yes. Now, Surely they'd be going, this is the doom drop that we were warning you about before. Yeah. And this also, no good. like within the context of an, a cross-country snowboarding race, aren't you just cheating? 
Yeah. Like, he's taking a shortcut. No, they, they addressed that, though, because they said anything is – you're allowed to do anything in Waterford. Well, yeah, Bjorn uh, commentating says that. One of them says, hey, can you do that? And Bjorn oh, says – I was not paying attention. Yeah, anything goes in this type of competition. Yeah, or they feel like all the plot holes are – there. Yeah, aren't, it's right. all it – all, <laughs> it's all covered. But also these guys who are, like, the bad guys, Ian Bag and the other guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... Their whole thing. Their whole thing now is just, like – they saw the kid carrying a snowboard at the beginning when when they saw him with the monkey, and so then they're just they're just waiting. They're just around at, the slopes. They're at the slopes just with binoculars and like that, just looking for an ape. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, he's got a snowboard. They're gonna go to the slopes eventually. Yeah, that, but they do end up. Oh, we've skipped all these parts. They ended up skipped a lot. They of ended stuff. up taking. They f- saw that um, the chimp was uh, missing, and and um, Paul. Uh, <laughs> Phil, Pete, 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 Pete goes. We got to. We need to find the, his owners. His his real parents. We think they're Mexican. So and he sets up a uh, a news opportunity. Mm. The local news team come down, film Jack's um, skiing, snowboarding. They're like, this will get attention, and then we'll be able to get the message out. The bad boys see that, and they go, we can fake, we can pretend to be his parents. So they come dressed up as <laughs> a Mexican, Mexican man, man and woman. Yeah. And woman. In- Terrible. Oh, that was terrible. Ian Bag is a woman doing. <laughs> they're both doing Mexican accents. <laughs> they pretend to be Jack's parents. <laughs> the the genetics. No, no. I think they said they were their carers. Their carers, like that, sure. Still. Okay, but then why did they need to be a man and a woman? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to be Mexican. They can't be two men living together <laughs> who are both care, or you know own a, a, a sanctuary. Or even just one of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? You're right. An American living in Mexico. But also, this is all just based on the fact that Jack was wearing a sombrero. Yeah. yeah. His name is Jack. <laughs> Which it said on his sombrero. And he understands yeah. English, it seems. Yeah. Obviously. So they take him away and then they, uh, the mob boss goes... You better have our money. They go, yeah, we got something better than that. We got a we got a, a chimp who can play ice hockey. And the mob boss goes, you mean Jack? Mm. What are you doing? Don't why have you kidnapped Jack? <laughs> and they and he goes, he's meant to be in the snowboarding competition this afternoon. I've got a thousand dollars on him. A thousand G's. A thousand G. Oh, oh or something. A th- a what's a million dollars? Oh no, he's got. A, he's, he used some strange <laughs> phrase. Who's taking that clams? Bet? Clams. It was oh, clams. Thousand clams. Yeah. And then one of the guys says, "You bet a thousand clams." <laughs> clams. Like and that was maybe another joke that made me laugh. <laughs> so why? That's so how dumb. low the bar is? <laughs> it's oh, so. God. It's such a weird turn for that plot line. Yeah, that mm. was. The, the mob boss Paulie is a fan of or whatever, or is betting. He's a fan of Jack. He seemed to love yeah. Jack, and he was. That's why he he's had the followed money. his snowboarding career ever since he appeared in that, <laughs> in that news report. News report, <laughs> and that's two days earlier. That, that is how that wraps up. That's the yeah. end yeah. of the that whole plotline. So, quite genuinely, they just release Jack, and none of that affects the. It's film entirely in insular. It's yeah. self-contained. It could have been completely removed from the film. It could be a short, separated out as a separate short <laughs> film. I, I think even. Uh, Pete himself did, wouldn't have been aware that it happened. No, no, no. It's, it, they don't interact at all. They're never in the same. It doesn't. Mm. It's. <laughs> a du- it was a double A side plot. It's so bizarre. <laughs> it didn't, it didn't have to be there. <laughs> what, and what happens with. So the dad comes back at some point as well, and the, the, the ape is in the bed. 
and that he's that's, not supposed to sleep in. Yeah, yeah. but that's also fine. It yeah. doesn't cause any problems at <laughs> <No>. all. <laughs> Again, the dad comes home and it's, he doesn't even get angry. He's yeah, fine. No. He's just surprised, and then he gets over it straight away, as everybody does <laughs> in this utopia. And yeah, and then and and then sort of we sort of left in this point where the. While they're watching the snowboarding race, the Mafia Don is sitting there with a little table and some antipasto and some bread and some olive oil and cheering on Jack. And we're sort of rooting for him as well. We're like, I hope I, this... I hope those clams This criminal good. wins the yeah, bet. Which, and of he course, does. he does. Yeah. Because <laughs> everybody great. has a happy oh, ending. It works a, out well. He's a winner. Yeah. yeah. Guys, there are some winners, there are some losers. And those two goons, And you like losers. to see winners win. I guess he didn't, he didn't win with the goons, but... That's his. That's his cross the bear. Yeah. I guess they still need to get that money. Yeah. Oh yeah. Does that? No. Mean, that no. Doesn't that doesn't cancel out. Well, the... I think that that's a little bit of sequel bait there. You know, oh, like yeah. right. sometimes <laughs> you can be forgiven for not tying up a few loose ends when you're as good as Vince because you leave a few there and it just leaves people hungry for a little yeah, more. You're like, I wonder what I'm happened. Starving. Fifteen so, years later, starving. It's waiting. Leaves you starving. <laughs> <doesn't> it? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Julie uh, over in Mexico also sees this news report. Right, I forgot. Yeah, and sees and she's like, "That's Jack, right?" Mm. Yeah. So, uh, well, no. Luckily, she's waiting at the airport to fly. I don't know if she's got. She figured the, out he was in Colorado already, the, so she was flying there. And another guy. Can at the I? Airport. Can I stop you? The <laughs> sorry, Matt. No, you're right. The hurricane ends, yes. and she says, "Finally, I can go find Jack." Everybody, let's go to the airport. And then she says, "No, wait." You two chimps stay here. Oh, You're yeah. having a good time. Oh, and the yeah. two older chimps, she leaves in Mexico. <laughs> this woman who is desperately trying to find her one lost chimp, <laughs> lost somewhere in America, has now just abandoned two other chimps in a different, in a different country. country. She's like the lady who ate the fly. You yes. know what I mean? She's yeah. solving one problem with a bigger problem. Correct. <laughs> She's doubled the number of lost chimps. <laughs> well... Triple, tripled, tripled because yes, she's tripled. gone from having two to now having three lost having chimps. One to now three lost chimps. And Louis is now the only one she's got a hold of. And he had to talk his way into coming with her. Mm. I think she initially wanted to leave him and she goes, oh, it looks like you want to come along as well, Louis, and mm. then brings him. And then, then we was... get to the, the the airport where he threatens the guy with the upsetting mouth. Oh, yeah. Mm. Doing the weird lip thing. Oh, that's right. So she flies to El Simeon because she says... She goes, can you know, yeah. to, to the, like, can I get fl- a flight to El Simeon? And so that guy must be from El Simeon Airport. Yeah, oh. the it's, airport at her nature reserve. She must see which him is all bustling. the time. And you can fly from El Simeon to Colorado and Mexico. Mexico. At Why least. is she going to Colorado? It, or is the idea that that, that she Jack doesn't come? know where Jack went from the original airport? I think I'm remembering at the end of one of the other films, maybe the one based around the university. Was that the first one that they? Didn't they fly? Didn't they fly back to El Simeon at the end of one of the other? Maybe they but did. There's a chance that El Simeon is the name of the town. It must yeah. be like a, a south, a southern border town because right. it's like a Mexican name. So like yeah. Melbourne Zoo doesn't have an airport, but Melbourne does. Melbourne does. So, but then, but then El Simeon, El Simeon Air, uh, this town. Must they, when they were setting up a place, they were looking for a place to set up a, 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 a ape reserve. <laughs> yeah. El Simeon all... means, because people might not know that, means the Simeon. The Simeon. In... Yeah. Spanish? Spanish. Yeah. And so they thought, well, why not, why not set one up there at, in El Simeon? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> what's it's, that, what's that thing where you synergy. become yeah. the job that you're named after? No, nom- nominal determinism. Yeah, maybe it's nominal determinism. Or maybe 
It's a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, coincidence. it's just it it another coincidence. Um, coincidence. Coincidence. Yeah. Coincidence. Coincidence. I think we've. I think that's everything. We did the well, end already. Uh, then there's some bloopers in the credits. Yeah. yeah. So they yeah. So they they win the race and and so Pete gets his snowboard and does some snowboarding with the pro snowboarder. With oh, the pro snowboarder. And the other kids say we're friends with you now that you won. Now that you risk yeah. your life to win. Yeah. Because Jack, his new friend, goes home. Yeah. So Pete's still left in theory with no friends except I guess because he's popular. Like he won the thing. Uh, he the has two friends guys, the now. The two kids who aren't the bully kids. They aren't bitter at all. No. No. I guess. Unless his new friend is this celebrity snowboarder. Oh, yeah. He Maybe did say to him, he said, let's go, for a, let's go for a board. Yeah. So I does, guess that wraps up Pete's storyline of not having any friends yeah. does the, in does Colorado. Does the Brothers concert ever happen? I missed the last 15 minutes. Uh, does it fin- yeah, it does. It finishes with a concert. Oh, and And right. Jack's playing drums for a bit. And then the drummer's there playing drums of again. Of course, yeah. And then all the characters are dancing together, yeah. a lot of them. Like the girl <laughs> is there and maybe some other people. Yeah. And then and then they're into cutting with, with bloopers. Uh, yeah. It was a pretty rockin' concert at the end, yeah. actually. I was kind of into it. I wasn't sure if those guys were an actual band. Do you think maybe MXPX. they were? They were, that was MXPX. Yeah. <laughs> Checks out. They um, played their famous song. Ow, my feet hurt. Can I? I'm just trying to look and see if I have any um, any other. I've written in capital letters another valueless scene. <laughs> um, I, was, I think they could have done without the brain freeze scene. I think they probably could have yeah. been cut. Yeah, that was really I weird. Mean, there were a few scenes of driving cut. in. Yeah, <laughs> probably could have got this down. This could have had an edit. This film. Um, Maybe can't... they were struggling to get up to the the, I mean, uh, the the feature length ninety minutes. But imagine how long, how much editing you must already have to do trying to edit an animal doing anything. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think that probably contributes a fair bit to the disjointedness of the film. In that yeah. you only get the scenes that you get right, and yeah. then you've got to piece it together from that. Yeah. Like, maybe they I just suppose. go out and film a bunch of scenes and then they put it all together and they're like, well, what have we got here? What is this? What is What story does this mm. tell? Oh, he snowboarded? Okay, well, let's make this film. <laughs> About snowboarding? Would they just follow Jack around? Yeah. Oh, he likes, he's eating a burrito? Okay. okay. We'll uh, work that in. Maybe it's a burrito movie. <clears throat> oh, maybe. We could, well, he's wearing a Mexican outfit. And maybe. that's the genius of Vince. Yeah. <laughs> um, can, I, can I read just my random notes from the film? Yeah, please. Uh, can chimps digest lactose? There's a scene where... Jack drink, drink, drinks a big container of milk, and I just wasn't sure if. Oh, oh right. You wouldn't have thought that... they, they wouldn't get a lot of cow milk in the in the wild. Did you see that? That was a really weird scene where Jack steals that guy's wig. Like he's standing <laughs> oh, on the slope. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really weird. How did they do that? that he was see, looking... That's the kind of scene where he's. Yeah, so he's snowboarding down, right? Yeah, but he looks weird. He looked really. The chimp does. No, the guy snowboarding. It was trouble. so strange. Yeah, he trouble. looked like he wasn't. I didn't even see that he was snowboarding like at all. You know what I bet? Oh, he was skiing. Is is oh, what he was doing. Is, so you thought it looked like he was snowboarding weirdly, but no, that was because he was skiing. I just thought it was strange. I it, it was. He's... It was very strange. I did not see that bit. I must have mm. taken yeah, yeah. my eyes off well, the prize. He's just kind of like half trying to like ski down. He's having a lot of trouble, and then Jack comes by and just. Pulls his the top of his head off, which is just his, his hair. Super, yeah, that because um, chimps can pull tops of heads off. As well. <laughs> yeah. Got to be very specific. Can scalp yeah, yeah. a man like yeah. that. And, but but I reckon he might be one of the handlers. Ah, uh, that's you know? why I looked for. Uh, okay, you know, I reckon he's you know he's one of. That's Jack's. a little thing that they do. Maybe yeah. You he know? didn't look like a 
Canadian Hollywood. But he didn't have that sort of Canadian Hollywood vibe. I what is be- Canadian Hollywood? Is it Vancouver? Um, Ottawa. It's Ottawa. Ottawa. No, yeah. I don't know. I think probably Toronto. Because it's Gold oh, Coast in Australia, obviously. Yeah. V- Vancouver is where you go to film American films. Yeah. Mm. Um, but I don't, I look, I genuinely don't know where they, but Toronto is kind of the place where it feels like there's lots of talent. Toronto, what a town. Mm. I've heard. I've heard too. I've never been. <laughs> it's the big city. You've never been to Toronto. Never been to Toronto. No. I only just found out in the last couple of days that they have streetcars there. Oh. So it's probably kind of similar uh, to Melbourne. Right. You know, when I was a boy, I had this weird pride put into me that Melbourne was the only place in the world with trams. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that I is that kind of feeling. Not at all true in any way. No. No. It feels like we're they have one. Them in Bendigo. There's very few <laughs> towns and cities that don't have trams. Mm. Adelaide and now Sydney has them again. Gold Coast has got them, I think. <laughs> yeah. But this was pre-internet. You could make up anything. Yeah. Like you could say. You know, it was easier to have pride in your town because you could just lie about stuff. So should we say best film or worst film? Is that was this thing we do? Is that that's a way weekly planet yeah, thing. Right. Similarly okay. big podcast. Why does to the us dad's yeah. clapper light also have a disco ball? Clapper light. Yeah, yeah there's a clapper light. Oh, clap yeah, yeah. It also brings on a disco ball Jeez, for some I've, reason. I've missed a few things. Yeah, yeah I missed light. that as well. That was a big thing. The dad comes home <laughs> I don't remember from, from his trip yeah. and he claps the little light on and then... Jack's in bed. And Jack claps it off. And he goes, claps it off. Uh, and the dad's like, what's going on here? And then he goes, and he turns on the light. And it happens again. He goes, now, little, you know, you get out of that bed, blah, blah, blah. And that's when he finds out that it's an ape. And Did it's he fine. say something like, oh, Yeah, it was kind of like that. Wow. I wish I saw that bit. The dad, you, <laughs> because we were texting a little bit during the watch, and you said the dad, what did you say about He's the dad's just performance? So, Overly, like especially in that beginning part, so overly yeah. genuine with like how how supportive and he's yeah, like he's overplaying hey, it a I'm bit. I'm just gonna be, you know, I'm just gonna be out of town for a bit, kid. You know, and uh, you know, I know we've just moved here, and uh, but you know, I got work, and you're gonna be with Jay. But Make hey. it more genuine, <laughs> more genuine. And he doesn't seem that much older than his kids. Mm. <laughs> mm, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah, young dad, young, young dad, the mum uh, ran away. Never existed. Those kids just came into existence by coincidence. Oh. There was no mum. That is the theory of birth in this world. I also just uh, have a couple of other things. I'm very sorry, right? That's okay. um, uh, amazing that they let the ki- the chimp touch that kid's eye. See, he's crying, and Jack, like, wipes a tear away oh, from his eye. Really? Like, fuck, if I was the parent oh, yeah. of that Oh, like filming, you mean? Kid. Yeah. yeah, right. Was the, the, was the arm disembodied? Was is it possibly a Oh, that's really upsetting. A prop arm? <laughs> it was just a it's severed just a, chimp arm. Just a monkey's a paw <laughs> from last week. Dabbing away. <laughs> All right. Um, why does Jack go with the fake parents? Um, what can I say? I've got a soft spot for chimps uh, was a really great line from Who the, said that? the mob boss. What can right. I say? I got a soft spot for chips. <laughs> that explains. That can explain away anything, right? Yeah, I really like <laughs> any it. plot holes. Yeah. What can and I say? Um, that does seem weird that the kid touched the eye. Definitely for mm. real. And yeah, soft spot for chimps is a great line. And, and then right at the end, um, oh, I do want to say it's not nice watching Jack snowboard. He doesn't look. His his hands drag. His arms oh. are so long. His hands drag along the snow. It looks weird. Yeah, and it is a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. This is definitely, yeah, it's definitely the kind of stuff that is being phased out of 
Mm. Of uh, not by Robert Vince. Not Canada. <laughs> I thought Canada was a progressive country, but it looks no. like they're happy to. No, that's I know, the illusion this, of Trudeau. But, but this was filmed around the t- same time that Trudeau was probably doing blackface. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you know, yeah. we've all learned a lot since the, since then. And the only nice bit of the film is the two chimps hugging at the end when when Louis and Jack hug at the end, and you see them together, and you're like, oh my god. That, re- that actually got to me. I was right. like, man, uh, that poor chimp spending all this time with all these fucking people on the snow <laughs> and then he gets to see his brother or son or chimp whatever. Chimp has to actually... go to the snow. <laughs> yeah, it was really upsetting. I, yeah, there were, I think one of the nice parts for me was the the older brother trying to trying to lift his younger brother up when he was having like right. crisis of the, confidence. The, I guess the sibling relationships are nice. So the yeah. J- Louis and Jack and, yeah, those are nice. Pete and... At the end, does Greg. the brother hook up with the with the group leader? Oh yeah, yes. they have full sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do wind up together, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. But it's in the bloopers reel. It's really weird. Uh. Um, and then the only other, co- I'm, I'm almost done. Yeah. The only other thing is that it's a really weird scene where those two goons turn into a snowball on the hill. Oh my god, yeah. yes! And then they hit these people, and then there's this weird shot where these, it's like from their <laughs> point of view. That. Yeah. And and they like. Beat them Get up. Him? <laughs> and then drag them along. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> but that I was, so, was going to write a note about it, but I didn't know how to describe what had just happened. So they turn into a snowball and there's this crazy close-up <laughs> shot of their heads like spinning around. It's yeah. so full on. But it's a genuine huge snowball that they made. But yeah. they're, they're clearly not in the snowball, but they keep cutting away to their heads as if they're in the snowball. Yeah. And then they hit... Yeah, How far into the film was that? This is sort of the midpoint. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, yeah, I was right there. I was in, <laughs> in the, the room bar. with this. Yeah, was... You must have been looking at the anus in that. <laughs> I was on the prize. There's a gem at the back, is what we said. <laughs> well, I, I, didn't I, I, I didn't coin that term. I'm sure that's already out there in the ether somewhere. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. I, right. I think it was important for you. Imagine if you'd written those notes and never set them anywhere. They just <laughs> You did that for nothing. So yeah. I'm glad you got them out. That's Thanks. great. My only thing was, uh, <laughs> I was is, this is way long. This, can't this episode end. is too long. This can't end. I was just, it, I, it, it doesn't explicitly say which character is the most extreme primate. Oh. We're sort of left to conclude that that's Jack, right? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it could have been Jesus, <laughs> Andy from Toy Story? Well, maybe. <laughs> that is, we did talk about it a bit um, last time. The most vertical primate. Mm. So there's so many different ways that could be taken. But mm. and same with most extreme. Mm. I reckon Hitler was probably the most extreme primate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, yeah, I think yeah. I think Pol Pot maybe. Mm. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Message in if you have a thought on that. And who's the most? Yeah. Does, uh, do, do you all want to give it a score, a banana score? How many bananas do you give it? How big is your bunch? Zero out of infinity bananas. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the worst score that's ever been given Yeah, on and show. they're perfect bananas as well. <laughs> but they don't go to this film. No. <laughs> How about you, Ev? Uh, yeah, look, it's got to be like a, a one star or like a one banana out of five, one, I guess. One star out of five bananas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Completely miscategorized. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll be at the same as those ones. Yeah. Mm. I don't, there were a few things that I just, the weirdness of the acting was almost enjoyable at times because it was, you just, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's really it was true. a bizarre experience. Yeah. Which yeah. really kind of gave yeah. it something to me. Because it's like, it's like, I'm suffering through this, but I'm happy that I've watched it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I think that was because I mean, and it's not in a so bad it's good way as no, well. No. Just so weird, it's fine. And because there's no tension <laughs> built up or released, mm. all the tension is crowded <laughs> by you watching it. <laughs> and the release is that it's over. Yeah, <laughs> He's kind of making the film inside your body. Yeah. <laughs> which is, and, you know, which is what you would expect from a man who is yeah. a master manipulator of primates. Yes. We are Jack. Oh, my God. And yes. he is playing with us like a man teaching a chimp to shave. Robert Vince is the most extreme problem. Oh, my God. <laughs> that he would do that to us. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm, I think I'd, I'd say something like two out of out of eight bananas. Yeah, something okay. like that. Sure. One uh, and a half. One out of four. One and a half out of okay. seven. Okay. <laughs> and... Uh, Andy, um, as you might know, uh, some sort of scientist, Andy Matthews, was mm. on the first episode of this podcast, and he told us that chimps and humans share ninety eight percent DNA. Matt, don't think I haven't noticed that you've stopped doing this. No, bit I've started at the end again. Most podcasts. Well, I think that suggests you haven't been listening lately. Yeah. Oh, really? So, yeah. No. Hey, no judgments. But <laughs> yeah. Al, um, do you say, normally say do, do do you relate to any of the primates on screen? And if you did, what kind of percentage? I was always more of a skier, yeah, and so it was hard for me to kind of relate to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about that guy that was struggling to ski, and then they, the the Jack stole his toupee? Oh, I guess he is a primate. Yeah. Mm. Oh, see, that's only an angle Evan would take. Yeah, as a big human um, fan. Sorry, <laughs> if you're gonna limit it to the four chimps in the film, <laughs> yeah, I'd... yeah. Look, no pressure to have. I, no, look. I'm, I mean, if we're if we're limiting it to the. The, the big four. The big four. If I was I mean, going to make be, a, could be a Mount that, Rushmore that older, of the chimps in this yeah. film, it would be. <laughs> Uh, the four. <laughs> Jack would definitely have been one. Joey, Louis? Phoebe, and Chandler Bing. Yeah. Well, for me, it would have. I guess it would have been that older chimp lady. Oh mm. yeah. Who oh, yeah. was sort of painting? painting they didn't need that. Was a really it. upsetting scene. <laughs> she was using nail polish to just paint the end of her finger. Yeah. And just, and she got so left in Mexico. Weird. Oh, but it looks like some tragic old like screen dame or something who's at the end of a career doesn't know how to put on her makeup anymore. Tries to look beautiful for everybody, but doesn't understand. Why everyone finds her repulsive. I will also say that I am that character. Yeah. Okay, Evan, do you ever... I think I don't recall uh, that again. I'm starting to wonder if, how much of this I actually saw. I think you might have watched a different film. Yeah, you should but go I'm back gonna, and watch it properly. I I'm going with her as well. Um, I No, I'll, I'll go with Jack. Yeah. Yeah, I like playing Xbox. Yeah, great. <laughs> all right, perfect. Say, give us a number. Oh, all right. Um... Oh man, that's that just tough. just throw a number out there, really. Uh, Fifty-three. Great, perfect. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, that brings us to everyone's favourite <laughs> section of the show. You can support the show on Patreon <laughs> at Patreon.com/slash to go on pod. And one of the rewards is I don't think Matt's ever wanted this podcast <laughs> to be over more. What are, what are we up like to? Like every other time. I'm trying to leave, and it never seems to end. But this time, I'm so happy. <laughs> I I feel I'm, like yeah. I, I'm feeling because I remember the last time we did one of these films, MVP two. Yeah. I felt I felt awful for days afterwards. The how much I dragged it out. And I remember yeah. getting to this point and you being I, like, it's just that I, I had didn't, to I be somewhere. Was Carly was stuff. Carlo, Carly was waiting or something like that. But this time. Baby, I'm free as a bird. All right, no worries. Well, let's. I'm like a chimp on a slope. You can't stop me. So on on uh, you can support this show on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Do Go On Pod. You also support the other podcasts in this mini podcast network, including the Do Go On podcast. 
as well as uh, Book Cheat, David Warnocky's podcast, and the new podcast, Listen Now, which is a, a music podcast. And the first series is about the music of Cold Chisel. It's hosted by me, Matt Stewart, and my cousin, Sam Tonkin, and it's been a lot of fun. I'm thinking of starting a podcast within the podcast, the, the Do Go On Mini Podcast Network. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't know. That'd um, be a real boon for us. Yeah, well, you're not you're not really going to have any say in it. It's going to be like a pirate thing or oh. par- a parasitic thing. <laughs> well, I'm just going to start saying I'm part of your network on my podcast. Great. Yeah. That works out well. And do you yeah. siphon off money out of their Patreon? Is no, that... I don't think so. No, not, no. not initially. But he, but he gets new patrons for them. Oh, Correct. Okay. <laughs> I siphon money in. <laughs> yeah. Siphoning okay. can go both ways. Okay. So um, one of the rewards is you get to uh, write in and give me your favorite primate or some sort of primate fact or whatever you, however you want to use this uh, power mm. that you have. Um, so firstly, Kaylee Ann writes, I'm new to Patreon. Hope I get a shout out. Uh, well... We're making that hope nice. a reality. Mm. My favourite primate is the squirrel monkey. They are just cool dudes and very expressive. A squirrel monkey tail is not prehensile. That means they cannot use it to grab onto things. They use it for balance, nothing more. And she doesn't like the insinuation. <laughs> no, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're funny business. Uh, like humans, squirrel monkeys are di- diurnal which I'm guessing means, oh, she goes on to say the next sentence. This means they sleep at night and are most active during the day. Did I say diurnal, right? Yeah, I reckon you did. Mm. Uh, squirrel monkeys like are considered... Like nocturnal. That's a yeah, lot like, of information. This is probably the most dense, densely... Uh, I wish this podcast was over. <laughs> uh, I'm, not, I'm kidding. I love this. Squirrel monkeys are considered to be one of the cleverest monkeys <gasps> due to having a large brain compared to the size of their body. They are highly vocal and have around 25 to 30 different types of call. They're very cute as well. the large brain relative to the size of the body, though, is really what's relevant. Like, why does the size of the body come into it? Surely it's just about the size of the brain. Or is it because you've got less body to have to tell what to do? Your brain is more free for deep Uh, thought. I always thought it was about the motion in the ocean. Yeah. (laughs) When it comes to brains. (laughs) Squirrel monkey. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's about the uh, emotion. I know. These are a great look. Oh, that's a beautiful monkey. Those yellow hands. That that color scheme is great. By the way, I know somebody for whom it always was about the emotion in the ocean, but also about the size of the brain, too. The size of the body. Yeah, our, he my, used to walk man. on the motion yeah. in the ocean. <laughs> the ocean. <laughs> my man, Jesus Christ. Yeah. My man. I wonder if... Man. Thank you so much for all that info, Kay, and thanks for opening up the opportunity for Al to use a, one of my favourite kinds of jokes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Also, I'd love to thank... I don't know if this is, is his birth name. Anonymous Nelson. Mm. He writes, haven't replied before. Favourite primate species is the Simiang gibbon. I love oh, it. He's given us the Latin here. Are you good with Latin now? That's mm. a gibbon. That's a gibbon. Um, uh, Symphalangus syndactylus. Well, all right. I don't know if I know the Simiam gibbon. Man, they have it at the at the Melbourne Zoo. Well, I know. It they're, they're on the island. There's two of them. Oh. Oh. They're gibbons, but are they Simiang gibbons? Yep. So they've they got like a, like a throat pockety. Yeah. That's very good, Alistair. God, you're good. Uh, uh, he or oh, an, um, the, anonymous Nelson goes on to say they have an inflatable gula sack. Is that what that a is? Throat kind, uh, a throat yeah. thing, kind of like a frog. They use uh, them for vocalizations. Oh, yeah. They also They're, have a great haircut. That's crazy. oh yeah, the parted down the middle and kind of looks like an old um, gangster, you know, like Bonnie and Clyde sort of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, or a and, buffalo. And oh I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure the male and the female come together to create a unique call, right? 
Mm. So the the mixture of the two calls together is that what this person is going into? Nah. And then I think that that call becomes the call of the young. The young. Oh wow! Um, so sort like, of like a hyphenated surname. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, because like so so that that big pouch that's like that's I think particularly good for those deep notes. So the ones at the Melbourne Zoo do have that. He's linked to a video here like that, and then there's one in the background. The other one goes oh 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 oh, oh while the other one's going. Mm. All right. But then does that mean that the child has to do both of those things simultaneously, <clears throat> like a beatboxer? I think so. <laughs> that's still Alice there doing it. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> just like Alice there doing it. It's really good. Well done, Al. Wow. That's amazing. They look, geez, they all look like Jim Henson creations. Hmm. He was... Primates, eh? Yeah, primates, am I right? Uh, He goes on to say their calling looks and sounds a lot like the Yip Yip Aliens from Sesame Street. Mm. A Jim Henson creation. Coincidence? Vince, Vince, Vince. Also, as someone who struggles to do chin-ups, let alone muscle-ups, I feel personally attacked by their superior athleticism. What are muscle-ups? Oh, man, I'm looking at a picture of him here where they look super athletic. Look at that. Look at that oh, image there. buff. That is crazy. Kind of yeah. look like Michael J. Fox as In Teen Russia. Wolf. Yeah. Doing a dunk. Yeah. Uh, Brooks writes a much shorter one, but equally powerful, saying, my favourite primate is the human, in particular Andy from Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. <laughs> you and Brooks, eh? Do you think that's Brooks from, um, from that uh, prison movie? The guy who... <laughs> Oh, from Shawshank Redemption, Shawshank the guy Redemption? who kills himself because he lets go of his chimp, uh, not chimp, <laughs> crow. He's institutionalised. Yeah. Uh, mm. Hope not. <laughs> and finally, thanks Why so much. Why do you hope not? <laughs> because you were happy he was dead? Oh, no, I hope it is. I hope it's him. I hope the film didn't show the end of that of Brooks's story arc and he ended up actually being a primates listener. Thank you so much, Brooks. And finally, thank you, Marianne Lotta-Jones. Maybe she is also a howler monkey. No. Simiang Gibbon. Because she's got the high How- surname. Oh, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Her dad made a sound like, Lotta. <laughs> and her mum made a sound, Jones. <laughs> That's the gullet bit. <laughs> gullet. I use gullet I was, I to mean so many things. <laughs> The, gu- the the goal sack or whatever it is. It's a vocal sack. Vocal sack, sure. Uh, Marianne. <laughs> Marianne writes, my favourite primate is my sister Bettina. Oh. I just know how much Matt loves that name. Oh, apparently I said that on the Do Go On episode Casanova. You love the name I, Bettina? I love the name Bettina. It's a good I lo- name. I love finding out facts about myself like that. I have no <laughs> recollection of that, but Bettina is a... A wild name to me. I gotta, yeah. I, I gotta be cold. honest with you. He says Funky this about everybody's names. He says, he says this about every. <gasps> How dare name. you, Andy? He's no. never said that about my name. Who you say? I say that about everyone's yeah. names. You say Bettina. Say. It's Betty he tells, and he Tina. He tells all the names that Betty Tina. Bet, Bet, is Betty is Betty, Betty just short from for Bettina? No, that's Elizabeth. Is Betty? Oh right. Uh, Marianne goes on to say she recently came back from a year woofing in Australia. But sadly, I could not convince her to go to any of his shows, sad face. What's woofing? Woofing, it's when you stay on a Workers farm. Workers on organic farms. It's a oh. weird thing. It's basically slavery, but for backpackers. And they woofing. put needles in strawberries. Oh. Yeah, yeah no, that's our comeuppance. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Marianne, and all the patrons for supporting the show. Um, please give us a review if you want to. You can do that at... Uh, 
you know, on your iPod or whatever. Do people have iPods anymore? <laughs> no, I don't think they do. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And even if they did, I very much doubt they could do that. <laughs> uh, if you if you do it uh, and give me a five-star review that's relatively short, I'll read it out on the show. And uh, where can people find you, Andy and Al? Two in the Think Tank podcast. Look it up wherever you find uh, your podcasts. It's in the Planet Broadcasting Network. Sure mm-hmm. is. And Evan, people can find you on Jaming, Jamie James. Gamey, Gamey Game, the YouTube show about video games. Right. And, and what do you got coming up this week on Monday? Uh, it's, well, it's two really big releases, if anyone's interested in video games. Uh, Call, of, Worlds? Call of Duty Modern Warfare and The Outer Worlds. Both, uh, both big releases. This is going to be a blockbuster episode. Yeah, and we've got really good, uh, good guests as well. Who, I didn't, because I Naomi's out? away, we're getting some really great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, hang on. <laughs> Who's, who are the guests? Uh, you don't know yet, do you? No, no, no. I definitely do. They're booked in. Uh, you got you, Tony you Hawk. Want He's mouthing Tony the words Hawk. Tony Hawk. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> no, um, as Rachel, where she's going to be playing wow. Rachel. The whole yeah. We've got the uh, original Rachel before the nose job. Ben Russell, uh, Reese Nicholson, and Danielle Walker. Uh, oh, hello. That's a, that's a, that's a great lineup. Arnie it'll Bunch, be, oh, an award-winning bunch of comedians. All really great. It's going to be great. So check that out on Monday. Uh, great. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Andy L, thank you so much for joining us, Evan. Thank you for joining us, as always. And as we always say here at Primates Podcast... What can I say? i got a soft spot for chimps. <laughs> <laughs>